Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Big Fake Radio Show. Joining me as always is new Larry, Kevin Jank. Keep it warm for me, Mike Dell. <laughs> no, I'm not quoting Samurai Cop. <laughs> this no, is another movie. You're and the same Rahad Rex. I forgot about that until uh, yeah, you mentioned it there. And then uh, also joining us is my personal attorney and spiritual advisor, Tuffy. Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> Get upstairs, fuck face. Wow, a lot of... A lot of from <laughs> Rawhead Rex, the movie yeah. we will be reviewing tonight. I think it's from 1986. Uh, it was written by Clive Barker. Uh, we'll discuss that in a bit. But, uh, <laughs> Not his best. <laughs> yeah, certainly interesting. <laughs> now, right here at the top of the show, I had planned a special guest. I had uh, booked the greatest football expert in the history of the world. Because uh, I wanted to discuss the ongoing NFL season with this individual. You got the Dave. No, 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 no. I said the <laughs> best football expert in the history of the, uh, uh, the, the world of America. Maybe not just the world, the world of America. And uh, I, I talked to this man earlier, and he said he would do this. And I am uh, trying to call him again right now. We tried before the show started. And... Yeah, I still don't think he's he's coming. The Ed? Did he pick up? I don't hear anything. But yeah, I'm having issues with the Skypes again. Good Lord, because it looks... <laughs> and my my screen, it, it says we're not calling him anymore, so I don't know if that meant that he picked up. But I guess not. Fucking the Ed. I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, we'll, we'll we keep trying the Ed. We'll keep trying the Ed periodically throughout the show. Uh, I guess I could text them. We'll see how that works. But I've been uh, having difficulty with my audio. If you listen to last week's show, and if you thought there were some audio problems, well, uh, actually, the show is fine. You get your hearing checked immediately. There's something terribly <laughs> wrong. It's, uh, but no, yeah, we've been having all kind of issues. The last two flea market fantasy episodes. Uh, the last LCS show, and, and I guess that Spider Cast I did too. So, oh, <laughs> Michael, <wow. laughs> I think the wrong time to bring you on. <laughs> now here's what happens: uh, the audio sounds like shit, and then uh, during the week, then Jank and I—he's always kind enough to help me test some stuff. And they're like, "All right, let's test it, see if it's working now." And because I don't know if the headset's wrong, if something's wrong with my Skype, something's wrong with my tablet. What what the hell's going on here? And then Jank and I would test it during the week, and it would sound fine. 
and then we record a show, and it sounds like shit. So Jank and I tested it again earlier today. The audio is perfect. Yeah. So it sounds good right now. Like, yeah, sounds perfect. Yeah. Fine. So, <laughs> well, Fair that's enough. the way it always is, though. Everyone says it sounds yeah. fine when we're doing it. And then you play back the audio. Sounds like I fell down a well. So, uh, <laughs> so hopefully this sounds good. Because if it doesn't sound good, we won't know until it's too late. Until we play back later. <laughs> so yep. hopefully the audio is good. But uh, I have my doubts. Uh, how are things going with you, Tuffy? Good. Good? Yeah, nothing really uh, going on. All right. Well, that's good. Hey, uh, why don't you two, while I try and track down the Ed, why don't you two uh, recap what happened on the Big Brothers? Because we had the big finale of Big Brothers. <laughs> yeah, so sure did. Why don't you discuss that, Tuffy, you and Jake? Yeah. Uh, so the final three was uh, Turner, Monty, and Taylor. Turner won part one of the HOH. Monty won part two and had been telling Turner he was going to take him the whole time. Also was telling Taylor he was going to take her. And then, uh, yeah, so Monty won part three and took Taylor to the end, which uh, <laughs> kind of the writing on the wall from the viewer's perspective of, oh, this is not going to go well for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, just to recap, Monty is like the big, muscular, handsome fella, right? Or the personal trainer. Right? Was that him? Yes, that is correct. And then the other guy, the other guy was the carpet yeah. guy who did art Cover. with carpeting. Yes. He used to live out of a van down by the river. Okay. And the lady is a big, tall, like, uh, thin, like, fashion model type lady. Right? Yeah, she was a uh, Miss Michigan in the Miss USA oh, contest. Miss oh, all right, Miss Michigan. And uh, so, but Monty and and that that lady Taylor is that her name? Taylor. They they yeah. were having the sweet sweet love on the side, right? That's <laughs> what it seems like. Yeah. Although so that cl- seems like it's, uh, just an in the house thing now. Oh. So- <laughs> so now that she has her money, she's like, all right, well, it was nice, Monty, but I'm out. Yeah. yeah, now it seems like her and Joseph, uh, the other guy she was, you know, kind of flirting with in the house might be up to no. something. <laughs> what a cuck that guy is. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way I would do that. Nope. <laughs> you moved on and dated some other guy in the house that was gone for like three weeks. Yeah. I don't think this is working out. You can siphon some of that 750k off because spoiler alert, Taylor won. Yeah, exactly. Like he, that's why he's interested in getting back yeah. there. He's like, hey, you know, he's got like 750 or two out of this, and yeah, yeah. He's he's all the dates. Yeah. So, what was it? A good finale? Yeah. So, uh, Monty picks Taylor to go to the final two. Uh, they go out and. The jury questions for Monty were kind of like, you know, what were your big moves in the game? And I don't remember what terrible answer he gave, but they were terrible. (laughs) Yeah. The unfortunate thing is he deserved to win. He just wasn't good at speech making, whereas she's been on stage before and could deliver us better. Yeah, she sold herself as like, 
you know, I would be the first African-American woman to win the show. This could be making history. And my game was to keep fighting and persevering. I was on the block five times, but I still made it. I was the week one target and I'm still here. That kind of stuff. And Monty kept saying to to win a show like one week, we could have gotten one person out. And instead I said, you know, we should not use the veto. And I, I told Daniel not to use the veto, but he did anyway. So we voted Nicole out. So that was big. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think after this finale, I'm officially done with this show. (laughs) Yeah. The jury was pretty for Taylor the whole way too. You could sense. Yeah, and not for, you know, any game reasons. It's more just, you know, who she is and her identity. Yeah. We want to look good on TV. So I think I'm done with reality TV in general. Yeah, because Turner, who had been in the house the whole time, was the only person to vote for Monty to win. Everybody else voted for Taylor, so it was 8-1. to Yeah, Big Brother, he kind of lost its edge when uh, people realized, that wait, we're on TV, you know? Yeah. yeah. In the in the early days, it seemed like people just did whatever, and they they showed you how terrible they were. <laughs> but then it, I I think once we had that uh, that season where the those uh, horribly racist people were on, remember that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was fifteen, I think. Hard to forget that one. Yeah, I think things kind of went downhill after that. I mean, also this show used to be a bunch of bartenders who used to sit in the backyard and smoke most of the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't think bartenders the would say what's on their mind. And all right, I've, I've been talking to the Ed here while you've been uh, discussing the Big Brothers, and I'm we're trying to call him again right now, and he thinks I did hear. A... You heard something? Yeah, Tuffy. I don't know if you heard this, but apparently there was uh, some shit going on in the jury house, like towards the no. end there. Terrence, I, I heard a rumor that Terrence had to be, like, isolated separately from everyone else. I, I can see that. Because <laughs> apparently he, him and Michael got in a fight, and then he slapped Michael in the face. <laughs> I can see all of that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who's Terrence? Was he the DJ? DJ Showtime, yeah. DJ Showtime. But who was, who was Michael? Uh, he was the guy who won all the competitions. But what was like the gay fella? Yeah, the gay fella. Okay. He was the one who, so my assumption would be, without knowing anything about what happened, um, parents, when they revealed that Kyle was trying to form a all-white alliance to counter what he assumed was an all-black alliance, Michael was the one who revealed that, and Terrence was not upset so much at Kyle for trying to make the all-white alliance as much as he was upset at Michael for not telling anybody about it for a week. Yeah, using it strategically at just the right time to try to make a move, <laughs> game-wise. I think that's kind of what it was, and I think it sounds like the jury all forgave Kyle and basically all turned on Michael. <laughs> yeah, so, I can see that, too. Yeah. I keep talking. I'm talking to the Ed. Yeah. Trying to figure this out. Yeah, I saw Turner and Jasmine got matching um, half-eaten muffin tattoos also. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. That muffin thing wasn't that great. I'm not going to be telling my grandkids about it someday. 
Now, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I'll come back next year, see what happens. You never know. If there's another hot girl named Alyssa, maybe I'll stick around just to see her for a little bit. But <laughs> Yeah, it is kind of the same problem Survivor has right now because nobody wants to be the villain on these shows. Yeah. Um, except for, do you watch Survivor 2, Jank, or no? No, not really. Okay, do you know who Tyson is from Survivor? By uh, any yeah, he's on the challenge, right? That's yeah, because on the challenge. He absolutely embraced being the villain of everything. <laughs> yeah. And that's how he played Survivor, too. He's like, I don't care if any of these people like me. I'm going to talk shit about them, do everything I can to beat them, and that's their problem if they can't beat me, because he's also really good at all the competitions. And we haven't had anybody unlike that for Big Brother for a while, I don't think. Oh. It's all pretty boring. Yeah. Not a lot that I haven't seen before, you know, better in other seasons. So it's just kind of like, eh, yeah, might be kind of done. Even here. this year, Daniel, Daniel could have been a real jackass, but they voted him out to uh, prevent that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, that none of them addressed like, oh, yeah, I guess we were kind of shitty to Taylor those first couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and they brought Nicole all the way out to L.A. to sit on the set and didn't ask her any questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no Paloma. She's just gone yeah. from the game and stricken from the record. You self-evict. You're usually not invited back for anything, so. Oh, man. Yeah, they don't like quitters, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's fair, but. There was someone. <laughs> like she was having severe mental issues, so. Probably. Yeah. For the best that she left. Yeah, keep going. I'm almost with the end. <laughs> um, for some reason, Taylor also won the America's favorite house guest. I don't know what people yeah, are seeing that Taylor either. that I just don't see. Um, <laughs> that was a mystery. Yeah, I think she was. They said that she was the first person to ever win the game and that prize. Not someone else had done that I saw, but I could be wrong. Would have been. Yeah, this show hasn't been good for a while, I guess. No. God, I forgot. Because last year you had the cookout. The year before that was All Stars when Cody won. And that season wasn't very interesting because it was Cody and Nicole all season. <laughs> Or was that all? No, they must have had Hello? something that season. Ed! Ed! Yeah. Hey, what's up? It's hey. nine. <laughs> hey. What are you kids doing? <laughs> the Ed, you sound great. Uh, here's what yeah. the problem was, the Ed. Huh. Apparently, I was calling you under a different Skype account. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. He was calling somebody else. I mean, I don't have a very common name. <laughs> I, I don't know what was going on. <laughs> So there might be someone else out there named the Ed Miller who was really upset that I was calling them. But uh, so we figured it out. Thank you, the Ed. Hey, <laughs> we're on the air right now with our buddy uh, Kevin Jank. Uh, say hi to the Ed. Hey. How's it going? Hey, Ed. How you doing, Ed? I mean, no, Jank. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's Jank. You're the Ed. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and also, we have our buddy Tuffy. Your, your attorney's on the line as well. 
Oh yeah, I gotta talk to my attorney about some stuff. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All <the> stuff <laughs> went down, man. I mean, I haven't talked to these kids in probably what, like two years. But listen, <laughs> it's, it's been a lot wild. of stuff. A lot of stuff has went down now. Okay, listen to this, and okay. I know you're not. I know you're not gonna believe it. But right. August thirty first, I went to the doctor. Okay, August thirty first. Yeah, I think uh, the last time you were on, you were on the very first show we did off Blog Talk. What day so was that? that? That was probably around August uh, 10th or something like that, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So listen, this is what happened. So I go to the doctor. Got a good-looking doctor. She's pretty good-looking. I like her. (laughs) But I didn't like what she said to me. Oh, no. So first off, she says, Ed, did you go do your blood work? I'm like, no. She goes, well, uh, did you already eat this morning? I'm like, yeah, I already ate. She goes, well, all right. She goes, well, let's just check your blood sugar. So she pokes me in my finger, which hurt more than a regular yeah. shot. <laughs> well, come on. You've never had your blood. Like, we're sitting, you've never checked your blood no. sugar before. You just poke your finger there and you test it. No, I've, done, I've never done it. Oh, so, wow. so this chick does this. And so she comes back and tells me that she wants to put me on some diabetes medicine. Wow. Just <laughs> like that. How high was your blood sugar? Yeah. Do, you, do you know what the number was? Like six. 6.7. Oh, which oh I, didn't think was, I, I guess that's the AI. What is it? What do they call it? Uh, AIC or something? A, something like yeah, that? Yeah, A1C. Yeah, A1C. 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 So I said, I said, no, 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 no. I said, wait a minute. I said, I don't want to want to take that medicine. She goes, well, she goes, you have to lose some weight. And I said, all right. I said, listen, I said, give me some time. Let me lose this goddamn weight. And she said, all right. So she goes, I want you to come back to the doctor's office October 12th. So she gives me an appointment and she wants to see how much, lo- how much weight I've lost. I said, right, what I got to do to lose this weight? She says, well, you can't eat sugars, no bread, no Coke, no candy, nothing. I said, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, hey, today by the, is September, by the way, the, I, I just September 31st. Yeah, huh? September 3rd. I did a quick search, and it says if your number's over 6.5 or or higher there, you, you have diabetes. Okay. But my buddy Yaya, the one who used to be married to Ali's daughter. Johnny Yaya. Yeah, so he had the same thing happen to him four months ago. So he was at 7.1. Whoa. He did not take the medicine. He went and worked out for 90 days, got it down to 5.2. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, you know, so I figure all I got to do is work out for 90 days. I'm good. Lose some weight. Yeah. So today's September. Today's September 31st. So August 31st to September 31st. That's one month. One month. Well, September 30th. I have had zero Cokes. Oh, zero, wow. Zero sugars. I am down 14 pounds in one uh, month. There you go, Leah. Good job, buddy. So I'm going to try to lose at least another 20 before October 12th. I got 12 days. Wow, good job. And I think. The doctor will be mighty impressed. I mean, she might be impressed with 14. Yeah. But if I lose 34 pounds in a month. <laughs> well, that's going to be a lot. 
because I'm, 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 I'm probably going to lose another five at least because I haven't pooped in five days. <laughs> well, that might be another problem. Yeah, you might no, need to get that it's, checked it's out. Because I've, I've had too much protein, they said. So now uh. <laughs> I am going to eat some chocolate this evening called X-Lex. <laughs> yeah. But I have to make sure I'm home because I have been at the cigar bar all day. So I'm here right now, but I came outside because it's too loud and all the football games are going on. So. <laughs> well, I appreciate but, uh, you uh, going outside to call the show here. I appreciate that. I've been I've been in Vegas for two weeks now. I haven't seen the doctor in two weeks. Now, when you say the doctor, you mean the doctor you're married to? Yeah. All right. Now, is she out having sex with other men, or? <laughs> well, she never does that. Why would she do that? Well, I, there seem to be stories about her leaving the country with other men. She Dude. did, but that was a patient or something. But, oh, but I took. Okay. So, this, listen to this. So I had to have some money. So I put I put like seventy five thousand in my duffel bag, and I, <laughs> and, I, and I came out here to Vegas for a couple weeks. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Just seventy five grand in a duffel bag. All right, that's good. I have rolled this money to one hundred and forty one thousand dollars in two weeks. Wow. on game. Yeah. Good job. So I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Now, way better than me. Weekend, last weekend, I flew back. To Arizona for three days and didn't tell the doctor <laughs> because okay. me and the Rayhound and the football player that Sean King kid. Yeah. So we all went to the Rams Cardinal game. So that's about the most boringest fucking game I ever seen in my life. Yeah, I can't even remember. I I guess the Rams won that. Yeah, the Rams won. It was terrible. But the night before we had dinner. With a kid, uh, Donovan McNabb. Oh, yeah, Donovan McNabb, yeah. Yeah, so he's a little overweight now, too, like, like the Shonk <laughs> is. And, wonder what uh, his so A1C he, is. I don't know. But, you know, it was a good time. Real hey, good the end. Time. You know our buddy Kevin Jank here, He's he's been losing weight, too. He's been uh, boxing in virtual reality, right, Jank? You still doing that? I sure am. I bet he's been knocked out a couple of times. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mostly because yeah. they keep my yeah. face. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, so in, I, I, I need to get a little more active. I, I'm walking about 10,000 steps a day. Wow. That's pretty yeah. good. What I'm doing now is walking, so, you know. And I, I and I can't believe I had no pizza. I've had like steak and eggs for you know breakfast because that's proteins. Yeah. And eating that, and I only eat about one. I only eat between like ten in the morning and three in the afternoon. That's it. <laughs> wow, really? You don't eat anything after three o'clock in the afternoon? No, and I drink about eight nine bottles of water every day. I ain't See, had no I mean Coke. I'm the exact opposite of that. I I don't eat until like late at night. I between like seven and eleven, I I get all my food, and then, uh, uh, well, but I'm up all night, not, you know. So my schedule's a little. Reversed. Oh yeah, you you one of them night crawlers. Yeah, yeah. Me, me, I, I'm up. I wake up at like four four thirty five thirty in the morning. Oh okay, well then yeah. Yeah, 
because I got to watch First Take and more. Yo, you, have, you have to watch First Take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got to watch that. But they've been getting on my nerves lately. Why is that to you? And they, they just yell too much. I've never heard so much yelling in my life. <laughs> yeah, sports shouting. That's all they do on ESPN is just yelling. Yeah. Renee Smith. Jesus Christ, man. Would yeah. you settle your ass down? <laughs> so. Hey, did you ever see Stephen then, Smith? Uh, he posts those videos of him like boxing or working out like that. Did you ever see him box? Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> And I'll knock the shit out of him. I'll, I'll knock his ass out. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. I will knock him clean out. Now, man, hey, listen, I should be 3-0 and in this goddamn fantasy football league. Oh, yeah, let's talk fantasy fuck, football. Both fucking times. <laughs> first off, I put, I put, I, I didn't go far enough down the column, and I thought I put Renfro on the bench, but I put him in my flex position. Yeah, can't see too well. Let's recap. And yeah, I did the man. same thing with Dobbins the week before. I did the same thing with Dobbins the week before. <laughs> well, yeah, like, just, to re- just to update <laughs> everybody. The Ed and I are in a fantasy football league together, and the Ed, it, we're three weeks in. The Ed is one and two. My team is also one and two. Uh, I, Larry beat me last week, which stunk, by uh, by less than three points. He beat me because I had two guys get injured during the game. You're fucked. If you have two guys get injured during the game, you're fucked. So Larry squeaked out well, a win. Well, yeah, I played Dobbins, who fucking was hurt. And if I'd have put his backup in, I would have beat that first kid because I only lost yeah. by, like, four or five points. Then last week I lose by a point and a half or some shit. Yeah. But I, the Ed, in all three weeks, the Ed has started at least one a, one inactive person. Uh, so that's yeah. never a good idea when you go into the week with one fewer player than but, and I've been And I've been in the games, too, with that. So that yeah. just shows you how great of a coach I really am. Because I was real proud of you last week. I, I like, tweeted you out, hey, the Ed, you know, might want to edit your lineup. Let's see how many inactive people you have in your lineup today. And you and then I, you said you edited it, and I looked, and I just checked the top of your roster, and I saw you change your quarterback and your right. And I'm like, oh, he edited his lineup. I'm proud of the Ed. But I also didn't look the whole way down your team, and I didn't notice that you had Hunter Renfro in there. Yeah. So you're, you yeah, got a three-week. Because I thought I put him on the – I put him on the bench, I thought. So every week, I, all three weeks, I've started some fucker that's not fucking playing. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, uh, so hopefully, hey, last week, uh, our buddy cousin Brandon beat the Ryan by 0.24 points. So, like, uh, 2.4 yards, basically, he beat him by. Uh, so that stinks. Yeah. I plan on winning this week, though. Yeah, I plan on winning, too. <laughs> I, I got everybody in my lineup. They're all supposed to play. <laughs> Half my team and, uh, is injured. That's not really good. But, uh, I got. Yeah, you're lucky you didn't have a goddamn tour. Yeah, let's talk about that, Because I wanted to bring you on tonight because the NFL season it's underway, and we never did our NFL preview show. You know, we were supposed to do an NFL preview show before the well, season. Well, let me give you a preview. I, I say yeah. that Tua gets knocked out. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Well, that actually happened the last two weeks. I guess we could say. Uh, but yeah, yeah that's a big story. Dolphins. I'm telling you, I'm going to predict that he never plays again. I said it last night when it happened. Well, before even last night, um, don't you think the Dolphins were kind of like fluky here at the beginning of the season? Like, like he had that six touchdown game against the Ravens. Everyone's like, oh my God, he a six touchdown game. He's a, he's a number one star quarterback now. 
I, I was like, yeah, but the Ravens just like stunk that game, you know, like they were, their defense was ridiculously bad. They were winning, they were winning a bunch and then they just came back. But then now that's why they didn't take him out after he got that concussion. They were like, shit, we need them six touchdowns. So yeah. now he went from being on top of the world to being out of the league. Possibly. But, uh, I wasn't, he looked okay last night. He made some throws that were really impressive last night. And any of that interception he threw was terrible. Uh, yeah. he underthrew Tyreek Hill. But then he gets knocked out viciously like that. And, uh, yeah, because Tuffy, uh, you're on the line. I don't know if you remember this, Tuffy, but one Mitchell Trubisky once had a six-touchdown game with the Chicago Bears. You remember that? No. Yeah. Yeah, he threw yeah, six touchdowns. six weeks to do it, but he got it. It took him six no. games, but he got no, it. No, he had some. So, like, when Tua had that six-touchdown game, I'm like, all right, that's five. I don't think it's real, though. I think it's a fluke, you know? So, um I don't know. I wasn't convinced on the Dolphins is what I'm saying. How did you feel about them before last night, Dave? No, I had the Bengals last night. I bet on the Bengals. I, I predict they went by double digits, and they did, even yeah. though Tua got hurt. But still, they did points. it. Yeah. Uh, I, so, I don't know. I think the Dolphins, uh, do you think they will threaten the Bills at all in the AFC East? Uh, it's it's the Bills division still, right? No, no. Buffalo still. I mean, I mean, teams are going to lose four or five, six games. I mean, people act like – these guys act like, oh, my God, somebody's oh one and one one and two or whatever, you know. I bet I had the Colts money line against the Chiefs, though, because I already told you the Chiefs was going to lose seven games this year. Wow. You think they're going to lose seven times? Yeah. Maybe six, but they're going to lose quite a bit. The Bears are yeah, they're going they're they're to lose like this 13. week. They'll lose, they're going to lose to Tampa Bay this week. Uh, Tampa Bay, yeah, everybody goes, Tampa Bay's offense ain't no good. This wow. week, Tampa Bay's offense will show up. Mike Evans is back. They're going to show up. I think Chris Godwin might be back as well, I think. And Julio yeah, Jones might also be back. But yet, uh, our buddy Tuffy here, he just said that the Bears are 2-1. and one, But they they have to be like the worst 2-1 and one team. They look terrible, right? If they're 2-1. Yeah, they're, they're going to lose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're going to win six. They'll win six games this year. <laughs> what do you think of Justin Fields? Two. No, he's no good. Yeah. That first game, that first game was just nuts because the 49ers were stupid and played that idiot quarterback kid. Trey Lance. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hey, come on, man. That's you, ridiculous. You had that kid on your fantasy football team. You drafted well, no, him. I didn't, I, no, I did not draft him. I was on auto draft when that happened. <laughs> I only picked my first five people, then I had to go. <laughs> Yeah, like, again, I'm not a football expert or anything, but I can look at Trey Lance throw a football, and I'm like, yeah, that guy's not good, you know? Like, just look at how he throws a football. Yeah, everyone, like, is like, oh, my God, he's going to be so great. Really? I don't know. I, didn't, I never saw it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these people get yeah. really excited. Yeah, people are stupid, man. They don't know yeah. what the hell's going Pe- on. People are stupid. Uh, well, Buffalo, they've got uh, a lot of injuries on the defense now. Like, both their safeties are out. and uh, some, But so, that doesn't – that mean that's meaningless. Like I've always told yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Man. You say it won't move the line or anything, but um, still, doesn't it's a big move deal, the line. Though. So it mean, it's not a big deal because <laughs> they have right. other people. <laughs> All right, so the Bills are definitely winning that division now, right? Because the the Patriots also yeah. stink. Yeah. Patriots, Jets, they suck. Dolphins. They're all right, but I mean, everybody gets all hyped up because teams think, start out too. I think they'll be like a seven and uh, ten. The Dolphins, <laughs> or eight and nine, something like that. Yeah, yeah probably. The Bills will yeah. be twelve and five, eleven and six, win the division, go to the playoffs. You know, uh, and just like like the Cowboys too. Like I've bet on them the last couple of weeks with Cooper Rush. 
Yeah, the Cooper Rush. Because Dak Prescott ain't no good. Well, I have Dak Prescott as my quarterback in fantasy football. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to I'm going to tell you uh, something. The Cowboys are going to trade Dak Prescott next year. Well, is that this possible is for him? I don't know if it's possible oh, yeah. because of like contracts and everything. Can they do that? Can you trade no, a big contract? T- yes. Yeah, some team will take him. Sorry. Somebody will take him, and I'll tell you, the team that I had picked in my little thing when I did a little preview. My my team that I said was going to be the most improved team in the league was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, a lot now, of people were saying that. Seven, they yeah. won about seven games this year. They won about seven games. Yeah, they look pretty good, the Jaguars. But, uh... mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence will Super Bowl ring in Jacksonville, which is hey, crazy. Hey, hey, yeah, I think they might actually win more than seven games because that division they're in stinks, you know? Nah, they'll, they'll, have, they'll have times that they play bad. I mean, they'll probably lose this week. I wouldn't be shocked if they got in the playoffs, like because they could win that division. Because you're, uh, let's talk about your Colts. Colts will win, Colts will win the division. Matt Ryan ha- looks listen, completely washed. No, 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 no. Here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. The first two games of the season were uh-huh. two division road games. Okay. Now, but but listen, I know, and yes, they were going. <laughs> they were on two because listen, they've lost eight straight. Home or straight, eight straight season openers. Okay, well, they lost the. They've lost nine straight in Jacksonville. Yeah. So those are two of the toughest games on their schedule. Then they come home and whoop Kansas City. Well, they didn't exactly whoop them. They squeaked it out there at the end. No, they were winning the whole game. They never had. They were never behind. They were behind at the end, weren't they? Didn't they need a touchdown on that last drive to win the game? No. So when Matt, Matt, they were losing that game, and then the Kansas City Chiefs got they got that stupid penalty for the the defensive lineman or whatever had abusive language against Matt Ryan. Remember that? He shouldn't have done it. <laughs> what, what do you think he said to get the flag for abusive language? Got him a fag. <laughs> so, <laughs> so mm-hmm. then uh, the Colts then drove down the field and he threw that touchdown to that big tall rookie uh, tight end kid, that big giant tight end kid yeah, they got. That's what I'm saying. But that was like at the end of the game, right? And they they took the lead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you were saying they were winning the whole time. <laughs> they did. When the clock was zero, they was winning. Yeah, all right. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Jonathan Taylor missed practice this week too, right? Is he is he healthy? I don't know. I ain't paid attention to it. Yeah, I don't know about this Colts yet. I'm I'm not liking them. The Texans are horrible. Uh, the Titans, I think, are you know. Titans are bad, so I'm telling you, the Colts yeah. will probably go. Probably, Colts will probably go eleven and six. Oof, I don't maybe think so. Ten and seven, ten and seven, maybe win the division. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, all right, who? Hey, how about the AFC North? The Steelers? Uh, they're looking great, huh? No. <laughs> hey, yeah, you want to talk about a guy that can move the line when he's in or out of the line? That that T.J. Watt. You know, without him on the field, they're, they're nothing. But you put him on they're the field. Decent. Their defense ain't no good. If he's on the field, it is. They got lucky that they got lucky that first game against the Bengals. I mean, geez. yeah, they did Christ. get very Bing- lucky. That, that Bengals were just rusty because Joe Burrow didn't pl- practice, you know, for the whole preseason, which is stupid. I mean, here's what I think. I think they need to just cut out the whole preseason. And here, here's what here here's how I want the NFL schedule to go. Okay, is that your Eight division games are your last eight games. Oh, wow. 
That'd be rough. Your first nine are against the against all those other people. You know, just like in college football, they play four or five games and they play all the conference games. Then everybody's in conference at the end of the year. And it makes it really, really tough because you're playing all them division foes. That'd be interesting, Yed. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. You see, oh, well, these teams were good. And now what they going to do when the division starts? And it will put pressure. It would actually put pressure on teams that won the division. Because the fourth place teams would have a fourth fourth place schedule, so somebody might end up being six and three when they go into division play, with eight games left, or yeah. six games left. You know, about that. Or how many? Games? Yeah, they only play six division games, huh? See, here's what yeah. I think you need to do. Here's what I think you need to do: three, six, nine, twelve. You should play all twelve of your games should be division games. <laughs> Football. Oh, wow. That'd be kind of boring, wouldn't it? Same teams over and over. Why? Why? It's gonna, it would make things tougher for teams to win the division. T- Tuffy, how would you like to see the Lions uh, that many times and the Packers? Yeah, we don't need to play the Packers that many times. I know that. <laughs> or maybe we do it three times, and then every other year, like you play the Packers twice at home, the next year you play them twice on the road. This is getting very complicated. Because no, it's not. That's easy. It's easy schedule man. I'm a schedule maker. And uh you know I used to make I made schedules for the old WFL, the World Football League, years ago. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. It's never come up in all our conversations. So the yeah, do you think uh who's gonna win the uh, Steelers division there? Do you think it's the Bengals or the Ravens? I think it's gonna be the Browns. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. Bra- Brownie <laughs> the elf? Are you a fan of Brownie the Elf at midfield? Now listen to this. Brownie the Elf's been around since the 1950s. Yeah, yeah I love Brownie the Elf, the old one, because on the old on the old Madden games, I would always yeah. use those old, old uh, Cleveland Browns teams with Jim Brown, and they would have Brownie the Elf right there in the middle of the field holding the football. But that Brownie the Elf was much cooler than this Brownie the Elf. Uh, I don't know who designed this one. This one looks stupid. But, uh, mm. I, don't like, I don't like this Brownie the Elf. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. Uh, he's so, all right. So you really you're picking the Browns then to win that division, really? Yeah, because uh, when Deshaun Watson get back, <laughs> yes. I'm telling you that kid's going to tear it up. <laughs> yes, he is. He's going to tear it up. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. He's going to be jizzing all over the competition. <laughs> hey, yeah. What about the AFC West? Because going into the season, we're like, oh my god, that division is loaded. So many, at least three really great teams in that division. Probably all four are good. And now I got to tell you, they all the the Broncos are pretty bad. The Raiders look awful. And well, the uh, Raiders are going to, I bet you the Raiders pull off four straight wins. There you is, think? There, yeah. Even definitely. with Josh McDaniel or whatever the fuck his name is coaching him, you think he's going to win four straight they, games? The Raiders have been in every game. They've had a chance at the end of the game to win every one. They've yeah, just, they lost them all. Because, listen, <laughs> it does not matter. You guys don't it understand. It does. 17, no, it does not. There's 17 <laughs> fucking games in a season. But hey, hey, you know what, you know what they call teams that always lose games at the end? Losers. That's what they are. They lose the game. They're losers. I bet you they beat the shit out the Broncos this week. Winners win. Uh, yeah, but the Broncos. The Broncos. the Broncos will go to two and two. The Raiders will go to one and three. The Chiefs will fall to two and two. And then the Chargers will win and they'll go to two and two. It's going yeah. to be a fucking shootout in that goddamn division. All them teams, because they're going to play each other and beat each other up, it's going to probably be a 10 win division. Maybe 11. Chiefs probably go 11 and 6. 
ten and seven. Raiders will probably be nine and eight. Chargers will probably be ten and seven, eleven and six. Broncos probably be seven and nine, seven and ten, something like that. Russell Wilson's not looking so good. No, well, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson was never good. It was smoke and mirrors with that dummy. They had that defense in Seattle. It was never him. What about uh, now in our fantasy league? You have Justin Herbert as your quarterback. That's why I wanted as my quarterback, but you drafted him because you're a jerk. So, but he has like a cracked uh, cartilage in his ribs or whatever. And mm-hmm. so, so their coach said, "You know what we're going to do, Justin Herbert? We don't know if you're going to play or not. But if you're healthy enough to play, we're going to have you throw the ball like eighty times. All right, is that good? Mm-hmm. And he's like, sure, let's do that. Yeah. Don't you think they should have protected him a bit more?" And, uh, nope. got you got to listen, man. You got to ball till you fall. <laughs> if you're good, if you're out there playing, you got to run the playbook. No holding back nothing. Cause that's stupid to hold back. Cause when you play scared, you get fucked up. Do you think they should have played him or maybe just sit him out for a few weeks? Yeah. I would have sat him out for, I would have sat him out for two weeks. Yeah. I mean, he's your friend. Like you I know, said, I mean, I mean, yeah, because. Because, like, say if you go one and three, you're still not out of it at one and three. You run off eight, nine wins in a row, you're ten and three. Basically, yeah, as long as you're at four and four, you know, at week eight, you're fine, right? Just get the four and four, you're fine. Yeah, if you're four and four, three and five, you're all right. Uh, all right, so uh, let's go in the NFC now. Let's look at Tuffy's favorite division with the Bears. Um, the, the, the Packers are clearly the best team in that division, right? No, Minnesota's clearly the best team. What? They had a bad game against Philadelphia. It was on the road. Are you guys fucking dumb? Do you not watch <laughs> football every fucking year? Do you not I watch do. football every goddamn year? Yes. yes. I, I do, Listen. and every year Green Bay's better than Minnesota. <laughs> well, they're not this year. They're not no. this year. Well, what's going on with Justin Jefferson? I drafted that kid third overall. He had a great He's week hurt. one. And, He's hurt. I just needed, like, four points from him to beat Larry, and he didn't even do that. What the fuck? Can't even beat Larry. But that was against the Eagles, right? In that Eagles game? Yeah, Eagles look good, huh? I mean, well, yeah, but they're going to come back down to earth this week and lose. Who do they play this week? I don't even know. Doesn't matter who they play. They're going <laughs> to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's what, how the gods do, man. Do you not hey, understand I think they how play, I think they play Jacksonville. Jacksonville's in Philly, so it's like Doug Peterson's return to Philly. Right? Oh, yeah, Doug Peterson definitely winning that shit. There's a statue of him outside the stadium, right? He has to win. Statue out of, in front of me, in front of his bathroom over here. They <laughs> commemorated your bathroom visits. All right, but getting back to the uh, – so you think the Vikings are going to win the uh, NFC North? Then. Yeah. All right. What about the uh, NFC West? <laughs> that is the Rams by far, man. The Cardinals suck. The 49ers ain't shit. And the goddamn Seahawks are ruthless, are terrible, I mean. Yeah, uh, Jimmy G, everyone's like, oh, Jimmy G's back in there. He'll just start running the show. Like, uh, uh, be all right. I mean, they'll win eight games, nine games, but they're not going to win 12 or 13 like the Rams. But he stinks too, right? Jimmy G, he's nothing. No, 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 no. Jimmy G is good. He's terrible. Uh, nope. All right. <laughs> the NFC South, We've got the Saints, the Panthers. Oh, that's uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. It's- yeah, because Jameis, Jameis can't do it. He's got a broken back. James. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. I mean, they might get eight wins with Baker, and Christian McCaffrey's already hurt again. And then the goddamn Falcons. The Falcons have been in every game. The Falcons will beat the Browns this week. Yeah, here's my dilemma uh, for this week's fantasy football, Ed. 
I have Jared Goff as my quarterback at the time being. He's actually been doing pretty good. But uh, apparently all the Lions wide receivers are injured. Like that Amon St. Brown, he's out this week. Well, the they're backs out. Too. Yeah. And the other two, uh, DJ Chark and that uh, Josh Reynolds, they're both questionable with bad ankles. So should I stick with Jared Goff against Seattle? Or I could pick up Marcus Mariota against the Browns. Ah, man, I'd probably play. Man, I don't know. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, I'd probably play. I'd probably play the Lions, the Lions guy, because then Dan Campbell don't give a fuck, and he tries to. The Lions always score points. It don't matter every year. Don't matter who the quarterback is or what they get. They eat. Listen, the Lions either get up by a bunch or get down by a bunch. But then with two minutes left, it's fucking within a field goal. Yeah, they cover all the time. Those Lions, right? They cover, or, or when they're favored, they lose. Yeah. But they lose right. by, like, a field goal at the buzzer. All right, I'll stick with Jared Goff. You convinced me. Uh, or who else do we need here? The Oh, the NFC East. Uh, That's I Dallas. Think, all the way. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to win that. Yeah, Philly. I mean, Philly's a fluke right now. But they'll Philly come back down. To, yeah, that A.J. Good. Brown helps them a lot. Yeah. But, but I, I think, think Dallas will probably end up doing that. Yeah, Dallas's defense is actually really good. Like, I don't know if people are paying attention, but it looks pretty good. So, no, nah, they like it. People like the Dallas defense. So, so if Prescott comes back and they get healthy, you never know. But uh, all right, yeah. So, who, who's what's the Super Bowl matchup? Who you got? Super Bowl. Well, in the AFC, Buffalo Bills, man. Yeah, I mean. Seems pretty odd. They look really, really good. So yeah, I'd have to go. And the NFC, Chicago Bears. <laughs> no, no, they'll get tickets, but they ain't going. They'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll get tickets. tickets. <laughs> Minnesota Vikings. Vikings, Minnesota. Good, man. No, and I'm gonna tell you. And listen, not, listen, listen, listen. Here's the deal. Both of those teams are zero and four in the Super Bowls. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, someone. What Vikings if they tie? Bills. Yeah, no one wins. They just <laughs> you can't tie in the Super Bowl. <laughs> At the end, I don't know. The I think the Eagles. I like the Eagles in the NFC. I think they might actually uh, come out of there. And uh, in the AFC, everyone loves Buffalo. Buffalo clearly looks like the best team, so that makes me think they're not going to get there. Because whenever yeah, anyone's there this year, so if they don't get there, I think. Uh, wow, who else? Kansas City. No, Kansas, I told you, Patrick Mahomes will never, ever, ever win a Super Bowl again. He got his one. He's done. Josh Allen is one this year. But I'll tell you who will get. I'm going to tell you the quarterback that will get two Super Bowl rings before Patrick Mahomes does and before Josh Allen. Justin Fields. Nope, Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) Trevor Lawrence. All right, the idea you're clearly smoking something else at that cigar bar. I'm glad I'm glad these shows are taped. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right, well I gotta go, man. I gotta go. All right, the <laughs> well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate you making the time for us. Uh, good luck on losing the weight and getting that A1C down, buddy. All right, keep us updated. Yeah, I think it's gonna go down. I think so. All right, let's hope. So. All right, I'll all right, let him talk about you. <laughs> there he goes. It's time to say goodbye <laughs> to Ed and all his friends. They would just leave. You know, Thank you, folks, for kindly dropping in. Muted. Muted. I'm invited <laughs> back next week to listen to my show. 
So get yourself a couple paychecks and go and buy a hoe. Y'all come back now, yeah. You did. All right. All right, there he goes. Thank you, the Ed. Uh, what a treat that was. Yeah, uh, I don't know, Tuffy. Uh, the Ed seems very high on Jacksonville in Minnesota. I, in I Minnesota, for some reason? Yeah. I don't. Kirk Cousins? Really? You're going to bet yeah. everything on Kirk Cousins? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> now, Kirk Cameron, that's a different story. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks. Thanks for the Ed for joining us. Uh, now, getting back to you guys here, uh, you were talking about the Big Brothers, and you're just to put a bow on the Big Brother talk, I did see a picture of Alyssa because I wanted to see what she looked like at the finale. Yeah. And she had this black dress on that was cut like all the way up to the hip, basically. And uh, she was looking good. Yeah. So that was nice. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like at least at the finale, her and Kyle were planning to stick it out somehow. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to last. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Once OnlyFans comes calling. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> uh, I did check the Big Brother uh, special uh, scholastic uh, research that I do on the Big Brother. And uh, I guess Janelle now has an OnlyFans account. Oh. So if you want to see Janelle. She's <laughs> yeah. in her 50s now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm getting real close, so knock it off. <laughs> well, your 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 OnlyFans window closed a little while ago. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, was, that was my retirement plan. What are you talking about? Weird thumb fetishist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that yeah, you can be as old as you want for that. No one will know. You've got the thumbs of a twelve-year-old. <laughs> well, my my one thumb is very uh, unique. So I'll be getting a lot of. <laughs> all right, but anyway, uh, all right. So that's the Big Brother. Uh, what else? I'll check uh, out Amazing Race because Derek and Claire are on from last year. I like Claire. Yeah. What? Well, wait, wasn't Claire the tall one, and you said she was too tall or something? Yeah, that was that was the big flaw. Like I liked her for the most part. She was very very fun on the show. Like she seemed just kind of like a weirdo, and I, okay. and I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, but, but she's just way too tall. Um, she's very yeah. tall. Yeah, freakishly tall. I don't know about freakish. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's like pretty much as big as Shaquille O'Neal. I'm pretty sure. I don't <laughs> <laughs> it's always tough to tell without proper context how tall someone because everyone on TV seems they're like wee tiny though. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know how tall these Big Brother people are. You know, when they get on the show, but. Uh, I think I found Jenks' Reddit account. There was a post a year ago titled, Claire is Extremely Tall. I've never noticed how tall she was compared to most of the cast. I'm consistent in my opinion. What's, uh, what's, the, what's the username of that Reddit account? Uh, I don't know. Just as uh, posted one year ago. All right. But, uh, yeah, because we've been keeping under wraps. Yeah. Full Awareness 95. Oh, that's not. That can't be. Kevin Jank. <laughs> also, another thing on here says she's five foot seven, which is not that tall. Yeah, no. that's not everyone tall at all. else on that show was a, a midget, apparently, <laughs> because <laughs> she was towering over them. <laughs> yeah, I think she's taller than five seven. She has to be because 
maybe five ten at the shortest, but uh, I don't know. It, it's weird because like again, the, the wrestling ladies they always seem so big. Like Rhea Ripley, you think, oh my god, she's like six four or something. Rhea Ripley, she's five nine. So uh, TV's weird. It like makes you only one inch taller than me. It <laughs> skis everything. <laughs> um, but uh, so all right, uh, l- let's just talk raw head racks. Let's get that out of the way. Because <laughs> I what, mean, what, I think what you mean is let's get to this glorious piece of filmmaking. Ah, uh, no, I think I said it right the first time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so Tuffy, you chose raw head racks on yeah. a Tubi. Why did you pick this movie, Tuffy? Uh, I gotta be honest, I was having some trouble finding something, and then I found this, uh, I got a couple lined up now that I think look pretty, pretty good, but this just looks like... the way, you find the good stuff after you stop looking. Yeah. This looked like a decent, you know, it's not quite Shocktober yet, but we're just about to this Yeah, it it counts. Yeah, we're into Shocktober. Yeah, pretty much. We're counting it. Uh... Yeah, for all of October, let's just pick horror films, all right? Yeah. Let's, let's, pay, let's pay tribute to Mike L. Shocktober with nothing but horror films. Uh, and by the way, I'm back on Amazon Prime. Those fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tried to... <laughs> so if you see something on Amazon, yeah, we can do that as well. Yeah, because I tried to go without the Amazon Prime because they just keep jacking up the price. And here's what happened, though. Every time I ordered something, I was like, well, I'll just wait another day or two. What's the big deal? No, it would always take an extra week. Like, yeah, uh, it's like when I was a kid, you'd send away for something else, oh, six to eight weeks for delivery. What? Oh, why? What am I doing here? It's 2022. <laughs> what do, do I really have to pay? Because uh, I really count on, uh, I, I go to the grocery store once a week. You know, that's my social life. I go to the grocery store. But still, I always depend on Giant or uh, Amazon to give me, like, stuff I can't get at Giant Eagle. And when that supply chain got cut off for me there, it was rough. It was a rough couple weeks. I was like, wow, am I? Where are my rice cakes? I'm out of rice cakes, damn it. Where are my rice cakes? <laughs> so, yeah. I had to... How can I go without the good beans? <laughs> yes. I just got a shipment of – well, I started buying from a, a different company than Good Bean. It's called BNA or something like that. They're pretty good. But, uh, but yeah, I just got a shipment yesterday of uh, roasted chickpeas and roasted uh, soybeans. So, yeah. So, uh, but that fucking Jeff Bezos, the son of a bitch got me. Uh, I, can't, I can't quit him. Mike Bell's dying. Yeah, I can't quit the Amazon. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we're back on Amazon Prime, so we Lords can watch those. Masters. Yeah, we can watch those Amazon Prime movies too. Uh, since we're talking about things uh, in my personal life that annoy me, those damn bees are still there. Bees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guessing did not go well, huh? If you haven't been following the, because uh, we usually talk about this at the end of the show, and no one's listening by then. But apparently, I have a, a ground, uh, like a hive of ground bees in my front yard. And uh, they had quite the operation. They had their own little Amazon Prime going there because they had, like, nonstop shipments in and out of that place. Like, just dozens of bees flying in and out constantly. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I've tried all kind of things with them. I was spraying them. We tried, like, cinnamon because uh, apparently cinnamon, bees hate cinnamon, and it's supposed to they're supposed to leave. I tried cinnamon. Uh, I tried spraying them with things. Nothing was working. So last week I got, got this off Amazon Prime. Uh, oh, that's the other thing about Amazon. Without Amazon Prime, not only do things show up very late, then they sh- they also show up busted. Uh, like all three things I ordered <laughs> showed up broken. Oh no! <laughs> Including this uh, thing of pesticide that I ordered off Amazon. 
<laughs> so I open up the box and it's like uh, someone sent me um, anthrax. <laughs> There's just dust flying everywhere. I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> so, no. Yes, uh, yourself said. <laughs> yeah, so, but uh, basically, it's like this dust. You're supposed to you squirt it in the hole there, and it fills up the hole. And then when the bees climb out of it, the dust sticks to them, and it's like a pesticide. It either kills them or at least irritates them enough that they leave and they don't come back. But the the instructions say don't do it if it's going to rain. Like you can't have any rain within 24 hours because you know it has to be the dust and like. So I checked the weather. No rain scheduled. I go out last Friday night after the show. I uh, squirt the shit in the hole there. Uh, and by the way, I go out in the middle of the night. It's like midnight. I'm out there with a flashlight. Uh, and they they say to wear, you know, if you have, I I put one of my little COVID masks on because they say to cover your mouth with a mask if you have it. So I'm like, all right. So I'm out there at midnight with a flashlight and a mask (laughs) roaming around my front yard. And my neighbor, like three doors down, comes out to walk his dog. (laughs) And I don't know who that guy is. (laughs) I don't know any of my neighbors, but he probably thought (laughs) someone's like robbing their front yard. What what is going on? (laughs) Well, who's up here to walk his dog at midnight? Well, he didn't walk him. Like he, the, the dog had to pee, I guess. You know, so he he like walked him out the front yard and just let him do his business in the front yard and then took him back in. But uh, I I don't know. But it it was awkward though because you know I don't know this guy. And he's like, oh look at, he, I mean I don't know what. How should I feel in that instance? Should I be uh, glad that he didn't pay any attention to me and left me alone, or should I be upset that he didn't call the cops? And like he said, I would be glad. <laughs> He's a negligent neighbor. I'd my house be robbed and my neighbor try and talk to me. <laughs> Agreed. You're, you would think like a crime stopper. He'd be like, hey, what are you doing there, guy with the flashlight in the middle of the night? <laughs> but no, he didn't say anything. But anyway, so I, I put that uh, the dust bomb there and I sque- everything worked beautifully well. Like there's no bees there at night and I just filled the hole up with all the dust and it looked great. I'm like, oh, this is surely going to do it. So then the next day, though, guess what? It rained. Even though it wasn't so bad. So I think the rain fucked it, you know, because uh, it's supposed to be light and dust. But I think the rain, like, you know, took all the uh, cling out of it or whatever. So now for the first few days, it seemed to work. And the, there weren't a lot of bees there and the hole was still clogged up. Uh, but then I, I checked today when I went to go shoot hockey. And, yeah, their operation is back full steam ahead. <laughs> they they just they just dug a hole right through the dust that stuff, and they're just flying in and out now just like normal. So I don't know. I'm gonna try and spray it. I got enough to spray it one more time with the dust, but I gotta wait until like Monday because it's supposed to rain all weekend, I guess. So uh, I don't know. There's fucking bees though, man. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Bane of my existence. Sounds like they've figured out a way around it though. So even <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, if it works for a while, but then they got just got used to it. It's just like oh. Fucking bees. I don't know what to do about it. But anyway, all right, so uh they're like a, hey hey Tuffy, what do you do you think Rawhide Rex is down in that hole? Squirt Could be. Bees. Yeah, uh, look out for I wouldn't I would be careful if the lightning storm comes, I wouldn't be out there working on it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so rawhide metal or like rock phallus. Don't try to tip yeah. it over. <laughs> well it's interesting you mentioned that. Uh the word phallus. Uh because <laughs> It's always interesting when you bring up the word phallus, Jane. <laughs> uh, but this Rawhide Rex, this uh, it was written by Clive Barker. You know who that guy is, right? Horror writer guy? Well, what's he most famous for? Hellraiser? Is that what he's most Hellraiser's famous for? Hellraiser's probably the biggest one, yeah. yeah. All right. 
Well, uh, this is based on a – he did the screenplay, but it's based on a story that he wrote. And, hey, we recorded Flea Market Fantasy last night with Miles Watson, and I mentioned we were watching Rawhide Rex. He knew this movie. He had seen it years ago. And he, like, knew all about it. He goes, oh, yeah, it's Clive Barker from the Book of Blood series or something like that. And I'm like, what? You know all this shit? And he's like, yeah, I guess it's a famous story or something. So Clive Barker, in his story, the monster was called Rawhide Rex because his head was made out of, like, raw meat. That's oh. All. His whole head was his raw meat. And also, uh, but Clive Barker hated this movie when he saw it because he, he, was, <laughs> he was mad that the monster – uh, they made the monster look like he looks because we'll talk about how he looks in a minute. Not enough meat. But Clive Barker not only is mad about the meat, but he said the monster is also supposed to look like a giant phallus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. <laughs> Rawhead. <Okay. laughs> so is it supposed to have arms? Or I don't know. Be like stick with arms and legs, or just a giant raw meat-headed dick with raw meat. <laughs> The name Rawhead makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's so a Clive Barker. But because he wasn't happy with this movie, that's why when he had the time to make Hellraiser, he was very strict about everything in the film. Like, he had total control of Hellraiser. So without without Rawhead Rex, we don't get Hellraiser. So think of that. Uh-huh. So maybe appreciate Rawhead Rex. Yeah. An important piece of the puzzle, that's for sure. Hey, Tuffy, the the, the guy in the costume of uh, Rawhide Rex, he's some uh, he's some kid. I don't know, because uh, where is this filmed over in Ireland or something? I think so, uh, some Irish kid. But he was like nine. He was yeah. like nineteen. They had some nineteen year old kid in that costume. But the guy they they wanted to get it first for that costume was a fellow named Peter Mayhew. Oh, Chewbacca. Yeah, that's right, Chewbacca. But uh, he wanted too much money. So, yeah, so that, <laughs> that's pretty crazy though. That because like it, it completely does not matter who's in the fucking costume. You know, no. it just does not matter. <laughs> so, Didn't have a lot of personality. This rawhead Rex. But what is what is pa- Peter Mayhew doing that he's turning down gigs to be in costumes? You know what I mean? Like, shouldn't you take that job no matter what it is? Yeah, I mean they're not making any more Star Wars Christmas <laughs> specials for him. So yeah. Like if if you need a big dopey guy in a costume, yeah, I'll do it. Let's go. I'll be that big dopey guy in a costume. Uh, but yeah, he didn't do it. Uh, so Raw Head Rex. Are there any famous cast members in this? I don't think so, right? Like I didn't recognize any of these people. No. No. <laughs> Couldn't think of one. Yeah, I'm looking through the uh, list here. Yeah, I don't. Nobody recognizable. Although the lead star is named David Dukes, not to be confused with the KKK guy. <laughs> that's true that's unfortunate very different his, guy his name is very similar <laughs> uh the lead actress is kelly piper no idea who she is um and then there's kids all right so here's the description on imdb of rawhide rex an ancient creature called rawhead is awakened from its slumber near an irish village and goes on a rampage killing anyone in sight <laughs> I guess that sums it up. Accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty close. It is really. So he really doesn't kill anyone. uh, I'm sorry, Jack. He he really doesn't kill anyone inside. Just men, right? Wasn't that the gimmick? He was just killing men. Yeah. And boys. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) But what were you going to say, Jack? Oh, I was talking (laughs) over you then. 
So the Rawhead yep. Rex, like his name really isn't Rawhead Rex. I'm assuming that's like an Imperious Rex type thing. Like, oh, uh, yeah. shouts. <laughs> yeah, Namor. He always yelled Imperious Rex, right? Yeah. Because really, his name is just Rawhead, apparently. Yeah, I don't know where the Rex came in there. Yeah. Tuffy, would you like to describe what Rawhide Rex looks like? Um, boy, that's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> I think from the neck down, he looks pretty cool. He he looks like a, a, a decent, like he just looks like a, a big guy, like in tattered clothing and uh, yeah. like rags. It's a pretty good look from the neck down, but from the neck up is where things get interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it is so like, comically uh, bad. I don't know. I mean, he's he's got a lot of teeth. I'll give him that. Yeah, like it the the mouth really sticks out from the head. It's not a snout. It's just like the mouth sticks out. Yeah. Uh, what would he look like? I know the whole head sticks out in a weird way. If you look at him like from the side, yeah. even the top part of his head is very long. But, like, in the movies, every time he appears on screen and you see his face, it's just, like, laughably bad, right? Like, his eyes, and it's, it's just, like, good. yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on here? It looks like like Goro in the first Mortal Kombat movie, but somehow worse, because it's more to- toothy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it would have been way better if we just never actually see his face. Like, if it's shrouded or something, or there's, like, raw meat on there. Yeah, if it was dick. <laughs> If there's just, like, a hood over him or something so he'd never see the face, that would have been cool. But every time you see his face, it's just, like, so goofy. It's like, what the fuck are we doing? Oh, I'm seeing drawings of what uh, Clyde Barker must have intended here. Uh, it does look better. Does it look it like a giant of... cock with hamburger on his head? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's very veiny under the, uh, the, the chin there, under the head. <laughs> Very veiny. It's got like a mane, like a lion's mane. I guess those are like the pubes. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Barker's a weird dude, I guess. All right. Yeah, sure was. So, uh, yeah, we mentioned this is 1986. Hey, in this movie, uh, Jank, I don't know if you noticed, but the little boy's reading a comic book. Did you notice that? Yeah, Secret Wars 2. Yeah, here's the interesting thing, though. He was reading Secret Wars 2. Um, I think it was issue 37, somewhere around there, but it's the UK version of Secret Wars. So, so Marvel UK, they would always just do like reprints of different books. So they started Secret Wars when the Marvel had the big Secret Wars crossover and they would put in the Secret Wars story in different reprints and it would be published every two weeks. So obviously if they're at issue 37, they're doing extra stuff. So, uh, they just be all tie-in books and they just call them Secret Wars. Like, yeah, any, any book time, but we're going to call it Secret Wars. Correct. Any book that had a connection to the Secret Wars storyline, they would put them all in there. So, oh, okay. like, I, I actually think, kind of more convenient. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so after they ran through the Secret Wars two storyline, they were just. I think the one issue I looked up that it had like four issues of Fantastic Four, a couple issues of X Men in there, just to explain everything that's going on. So that's what he was reading there. Um, Marvel UK. So yeah. By the uh, by, the end of the movie, that comic book was no longer in near mint condition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kid, that poor kid. And he just wants to read his comic book in the car alone, away from his dopey sister. And uh, it doesn't work out. <laughs> she for him. had to pee. She had, yeah, that little fucker had to pee. <laughs> Otherwise, they're on their way out of town. 
Oh, man. All right. Uh, so, Tuffy, why don't you uh, tell us how Rawhide or X begins? Uh, we got a couple guys in a field trying to pull a big rock down. Yeah, the big rock, again, looks like a giant phallus, as Jank pointed yeah. out. Yeah. Now, if you're in, like, Ireland and there's a big rock in your field, are you allowed to pull down a henge like that? <laughs> I <have no> idea. <laughs> but I, I wonder, like, what – obviously, they've seen – that rock's been there forever. They've – this yeah. isn't like – they just noticed it. You know, so, like, what do you think made them want to tear it down now? You know? Uh, they were probably drunk. I just thought, hey, let's get that rock out there. But they they were having trouble pulling out. They had they tied it up to like the back of their car, and they they weren't having any luck at all. Um, but uh, but yeah. the one guy just keeps with it. He won't give up. He gets a crowbar out and he starts jamming it under the rock, and uh, <laughs> which can only go well when you're dealing with heavy heavy objects. Yeah, you want to be as lackadaisical as possible trying to get them out of the ground. And also, when you're digging under them and you you like start to move it a bit, and a bunch of gas comes out, <laughs> you might you might want to stop. Yeah, just, just get out there. <laughs> go away. But he 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 was very persistent. He's like, all right, this noxious gas is coming right in my face. I'm going to keep doing it. And uh, and then Tuffy, like you mentioned, there's a big lightning storm, right? Yeah, I mean that guy had to be real drunk to be out in the field trying to knock a big rock over for that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least I the one guy had enough sense to go home. He was like, "I better be getting home. My dinner's on the table." Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, him and, him and his buddy leave, and then the other guy, the drunk guy or whoever, uh, taking this rock down. He says under his breath, "I hope you choke on that dinner." What a jerk, you know? He's uh, they're mm. just helping you, and then you're hoping yeah. you choke. But uh, but Tuffy, he he keeps digging at that big uh, dick rock. And he uh, he finally moves the big dick rock, and uh, Rawhead Rex pops out, right? He's like, hey, I'm Rawhead Rex. Look at me, Yeah, and uh, he does not <laughs> care for this guy. Yeah, I think he eats his throat out, right? He, like, bites him in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not a reasonable man, this Rawhead. <laughs> so while all that's going on, our main story, our protagonist, is uh, a fella and his family – He's a photographer. He's writing a book about He's sort of like a, a history guy, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, like a history professor or something. And, and he, he he's writing a book about old time uh, churches and uh, pagan temples or something. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, something like that. Because he's at this church and he's uh, taking pictures out in the graveyard and then goes inside and talks to Reverend Coot, I think. Uh, well, well, first he talks to the verger. Or yeah, first he talks to. I wasn't I wasn't uh, familiar with the term verger, because the one guy goes, uh, he says, "Is Reverend Coot here?" And he's like, "No, he's not here right now." But uh, I'm the verger, and I thought he said, "I'm the virgin." I'm like, "Well, that's weird that yeah. you would just introduce yourself like a virgin." Hey, I'm a virgin, <laughs> but he's a verger, which apparently is a church official. Is he like takes care of the church? He's like a, uh, a groundskeeper, a little superintendent there who watches over the church. I had no idea, but uh, but uh, that guy's real. That guy was a weirdo, right? I mean, even yeah, before surely a real uh, curmudgeon. Yeah, <laughs> even before he gets possessed by Rock Rawhead or whatever, he still was a weirdo. He still like he got yeah. real close to that guy and he's talking real weird. It's like, oh, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? But, um, <laughs> yeah, because uh, 
David Dukes is looking for the parish records or something. So he wants to figure out, uh, I guess, who put the stained glass windows up because there's one that there is a window that shows raw head Rex with yeah. the, uh, the eyes are glowing on it, too. Yes, that might be a red flag if you're in a church and the uh, stained glass window is of a demon with glowing red eyes. You might want to <laughs> go to a different church. Yeah. Because also, while he's outside taking pictures, they're inside singing their hymns, and there's a lady who, like, goes nuts when Rawhead Rex uh, gets loose. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. Well, I guess she was uh, arranging flowers on the altar, right? So when Rawhead uh, comes out of his pit there and he's awakened, I think the altar then somehow becomes possessed by Ra. Because everyone then who touches yeah. that altar gets, like, shocked or something. Okay. that hurts him is in that altar, so... I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they all ties together. Yeah. Forgot about that. So, uh, yeah, so this guy, he has a wife, and uh, she's a fine lady, you know, whatever. And then you got the two uh, kids, a little boy and a little girl. They're like, the boy's like, what, six, seven, eight, something like that. And the girl's like four. Yeah. Something like that. Sounds about right. And uh, the the wife, uh, I'll say this, super horny, this lady. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She maybe not for the husband, but yeah, just just, <laughs> just she, she needs it. Yeah, she uh, those big uh, <laughs> giant phallus rocks out in the field, and they're working her up, and uh, she needs it. But this guy, he's too busy taking his pictures of churches and uh, going around Ireland uh, to really give it to her. Uh, at one point, he even says, "You were talking in your sleep. Uh, you were talking about a guy named Big Jake." Hmm? <laughs> 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 what? And but uh God bless him. Joseph's probably doing it to Taylor right now. <laughs> Monty during your sleep. <laughs> Big Monty. So uh all right, so yeah, th- that's the guy, that's the main hero here. And uh he's he's investigating this church and so Rawhide's on the loose now, or Rawhide. <laughs> Rawhead. <laughs> and uh he just murders uh who's the other guy he, who's the first guy he kills? Just some random guy, right? Yeah, maybe he was one of the guys helping pull the rock. I have no idea. But I don't the, think he was. Yeah, I don't think he was. It was just we like, go to that guy's house, and his wife says, hey, you left the shed door open or whatever. So he goes out to close it, and, uh, yeah, Rawhide just rips him up. <laughs> yeah, Rawhide. He starts eating him. <laughs> and the, the wife, she's, like, screaming and flipping out. I thought Rawhide was, like, right in the kitchen with her. But, no, he's still across the yard, and, like, that, that scene was weird. <laughs> like, the way he was shot. Yeah, he comes into the pantry eventually. Eventually, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, and then, like, she's, like, apparently doesn't know how to walk because she was yeah. having a lot of trouble yeah. running away. She was, like, happened to her yet, but she is, like, crawling up the stairs for some reason. Yeah, she's, like, cl- like clinging to the walls and, like, she's fl- flipping out. It's like, just run, lady. What do you do? Just run up the fucking stairs. <laughs> but uh, but eventually, Jake. Uh, stairs, not a great escape plan because you're kind of trapped up there then. Yeah. Well, yeah. unless you're jumping out the window like a monkey, you know. Maybe that was the plan. Well, got but got a deadbolt on their bedroom door, so maybe she thought that would keep him out. But yeah, yeah, did not. That giant monster is going to be stopped by that deadbolt. <laughs> so uh, Rawhead goes up to the bedroom, though, to get the lady, then, uh, Jank. But then what happens, though? Well, right when he's about to kill the lady, what happens? Uh, well, he, he slashes at her through the door. Unlike Shockma, he's not stopped by doors. Yeah, that's, uh, I thought just... the same thing. <laughs> I was like, Shockma. <laughs> Would have, would have been done. He couldn't have, but this guy goes right through that door. Yeah, reaches right through and slashes her in the belly. 
uh, and rips her shirt open. And then when he pops the door open, he's like, ew, I can see your old lady belly. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> yeah. It, was she pregnant? Is that what was going on there? Is that like, I couldn't tell. Like, I don't know. She didn't, she wasn't like showing it, it seemed. So I don't know. Yeah, it was weird, but like when he saw her belly, he's like, all right, well, I can't kill you. You're not ripped enough for me. You don't have abs like <laughs> yeah. Sasha Banks, so I can't kill you. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of Shockma, I thought that would be another good idea for uh, Corey to make a t-shirt of Shockma. Like maybe uh, have Shockma yeah. up against the door, like Shockma hates doors. That could be the slogan. Just, <laughs> Just see his baboon butt. Get a, a zombie Kofi Kifo shirt, too. Oh, yeah, zombie Kifo. Yeah, write these down. Because, uh, Shock I think... Lock service. <laughs> Shock Lock service. Uh, but I also, uh, I think our buddy 4th of 26 also suggested an Alvin Flang shirt. Oh, no. yes. Vito. Absolutely. <laughs> I would buy 12 of those. Oh, how about Governor Gabby trying to move the dresser? No, <laughs> Gabby. I will Larry right out of this thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, zombie Kifa would be a good one though um, alright so getting back to Rawhead Rex uh, yeah so he sees the lady's belly and he's like I can't kill you and he leaves her alone but uh, she kind of goes insane though right because like when the yeah. Yeah. yeah it's hard to say if she's insane or possessed she yeah. kind of acts a little bit of both yeah a little bit of from column A a little bit from column B uh, so after that, um, I can't remember, Tuffy. Uh, then we get the kid in the trailer, the caravan. Okay. Yeah. There's a kid. He's like, uh, I don't know, 10 or 11 or something like that. And his, is that his older brother with his girlfriend? Programs. Yeah. He's yeah, playing army men in his helicopter and. Yeah, but his like brother and gir- his, the brother's girlfriend are like making out, and his brother wants to make the sweet yeah. love there, but his little brothers are right there, and he's like, "Hey, why don't you get the <laughs> fuck out of here?" And uh, yeah, they live in like a trailer, right? It's like a trailer park kind of thing. Yeah, here. probably a caravan over there. They would call it. Oh, look at you! You're so worldly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he gets his little toy robot out. And uh, tells the older brother, who for some reason doesn't just, like, throw the kid out the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Just pick him up and throw him out. You know, tells his <laughs> older brother who's making out with his girlfriend, scram, sucker. <laughs> so, he takes, but, little, uh, he takes the robot and puts it outside, and him and the lady walk off into the woods to go bang or something, I guess. Yeah. But doesn't the little kid, he, he's wandering around the woods, too, then, for some reason, right? And eventually, because first, uh, Rawhead Rex comes and breaks the robot. I don't even remember that. Uh, but we should mention Rawhead Rex. When uh, they show up at that house where he murdered the first guy and the ladies there, Rawhead Rex dragged away the guy's body. So they never yeah. find his body. So when this kid's roaming around the woods then, for whatever reason, uh, he, he stumbles upon Rawhead feasting on this guy's body. Rawhead hung this guy upside down in the woods and he's like chewing out his, his belly, right? He's just eating him. <laughs> and and so the kid gets real scared and then the kid goes to like another trailer to the, to the neighbor and he's like scared. He can't even talk. They're trying to figure out what's going on with this kid. And 
What does does Rawhead kill the the boy, the brother and the girl? Then I can't even remember. Uh, just the brother. I don't think he kills yeah. the girl. Yeah, the girl's fine. She she's running out of the woods and she's like, uh, she can't talk. So she's like trying to get her boyfriend to tell him what happened, but she realizes she's just holding onto his severed hand. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, because I looked up just as she dropped the hand. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that makes sense. Yeah. Man, that rawhide—he doesn't fuck around. He just takes the whole body, leaves the hand. He's like, man, I'll just leave the hand there. So, uh, yeah, so now everyone's like, what's going on here? And uh, there's a murderer loose, you know? Yeah, the whole caravan park is out uh, caught in the hubbub. <laughs> All right, let's jump ahead to another caravan scene because uh, we'll fill in the, do- the blanks later. But later on, we see this older couple in a, in a caravan, and they're <laughs> having drinks with another couple in a caravan, and they're talking about uh, finding dead bodies or something. They're telling some horror story. But then there's a, a lady, an attractive lady. Uh, she's also there, but she's sitting off to her off on her own, like against the uh, the far wall of the caravan. And I was like, well, why is she there? I'm thinking to myself, this is the first attractive lady I've seen in this movie. Why is she yeah. there in this scene? <laughs> yeah. And then it becomes it becomes obvious. <laughs> yeah. Criteria of every movie is parent parental advisory, nudity, some breasts shown. <laughs> yes. So uh, what? Well, so Rawhead comes across this caravan. And he just punches right through the wall, grabs this poor woman, and uh, just rips her through the hole in the caravan. But her dress comes off, like at least the top of it. <laughs> and she's looking good, you know? She's looking good. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, so even though Rawhead won't murder women, he's not scared to to shake the hell out of one. He'll just grab, one, yeah. <laughs> grab her and throws her against the tree. So was Rawhead going to rape this lady? Is that what we can assume? Or I mean, uh, could be. Head. Yeah, because <laughs> like you saw, this is the first good-looking lady in the movie. I might as well try something. Yeah, like he just like, all right, I'm going to go for it. But uh, thankfully, she doesn't die, right? Like she, we just hear her thrown up against like a pole or something, and then yeah. everyone else comes out to fight Rawhead, right? All the other caravan people are like, let's fight Rawhead. Maybe he was confused. Like, until he saw her boobs, he wasn't sure that she was a woman. <laughs> yeah, because it, it was out of character. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of out of character for Rawhead. He's sparing all these ladies, but then this one, he's going to really give it to her. So, uh, I don't know. He's not quite sparing them. I mean, he still chased the other lady up the stairs before he saw her belly or whatever. But he didn't kill that girl. Yeah, but he still spared her, though. I mean, he didn't. Uh... So, you're yeah. saying it's okay to torment them, just not kill them? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, but the, yeah, the other caravan people, they, they, they're hardy folk. Cause, uh, they see this monster there. I'd probably just say, alright, see you guys later. But this guy, <laughs> some guys are just running up to fight the Rawhead. They're just like, ah, they're like pushing him and shoving him. And Rawhead's just turning around, grabbing him by the throat and like ripping their throats out and throwing them everywhere. And he's just murdering people left and right. This Rawhead Rex. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So that's yeah. It. And, uh, <laughs> Well, Rawhead's out chasing people in the woods. The uh, David Dukes guy's out there, too, just burning a dart. And <laughs> then he yeah. goes and tells the cops the next day, hey, I saw a monster out in the woods, and they just kind of laugh at him. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you saw a cow. That's what you saw. You yeah. saw a cow. You say, I didn't see a fucking cow. <laughs> <laughs> so they won't believe him. But, uh, uh, 
now also while this is all going on, that Verger guy, he touches the altar in the church and he becomes possessed. So he becomes like super evil now. And, uh, and he, he breaks David Dukes, camera when he comes back to the church. Yeah. Uh, he just steps on his polar camera and smashes it. The parish records have disappeared or something too. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what do you think happened there? Do you think the verger, uh, took the records and destroyed them? So yeah, he couldn't find, yeah. He, David Duke couldn't find research on her. I had, um, <laughs> because Dukes is studying the stained glass windows in the church. And, uh, he, he thinks that there's a, uh, secret in them and that it tells you how to defeat Rawhead Rex. Cause, cause the stained glass window with Rawhead Rex, he's kind of getting stepped on by somebody. So it's like this yeah. person is defeating him by, by using something. But there's panes of glass missing or something, so you can't tell what he's using. Yeah, you can see that the hand is up in the air and you can see it's holding something, but whatever it's holding is, that piece of the glass is gone. Yeah. Yep. So that's all going on there. And then, uh, all right, let's just get to the part where the, the, the little girls take a leak. All right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they're getting out of Dodge here. Yeah, because they're supposed to be in Ireland for like two weeks, I think, or something to do research. And then they're, he's going to go somewhere else. And, but, but the whole family's feeling uneasy, right? Like the mom, she thinks she sees something in a field, but it turns out it's just a scarecrow, right? It's just a scarecrow. And, yeah. But then they keep driving. So they're just glad to be getting out of this town because there's something weird going on. People are dying or whatever. They just have to get out of here. So they're driving out. The little boy's reading a Secret Wars comic in the back of the car, and the little girl says, hey, I got to go pee. And uh, yep. the mom's like, hey, like, why didn't you think of this before we left? Yeah, yeah, you should have thought of this too early, kid. And she's like, well, I got to go. Uh, so the dad's like, all right, we'll just pull over here because they're too far away to a next rest stop or uh, a town or whatever. So they pull along the side of the road. And then the mom's like, okay, there you go, Cindy, or whatever the fuck your name is. Go ahead. She's like a three, four-year-old girl, and she's just sending yeah. her out in the countryside to pee by herself. What the fuck? Yeah, the dad's like, are you going to go with her? And she's just like, no, she's got to grow up sometime. <laughs> this mom... This mom's a real piece of work, dreaming of <laughs> Big Jake, not giving a damn about her kids. And uh, so this David Dukes fellow, he goes, all right, well, I'll go with her because I'm a responsible adult, uh, not like you, lady. So uh, he takes the little girl out into the the woods. He says, hey, go behind that green bush over there and just do your business. Go make the water behind that bush. And, and uh, look at this weird-looking cemetery by yourself and get yes. behind that bush. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's like a metal gate. Uh, so so she goes over to go urinate on somebody's grave. And uh, and while he's waiting, he hears her scream from behind the bush. And he's like, oh, my God, my my daughter. So he goes running to see what's going on with the daughter. And uh, the mom also hears the daughter scream. And she leaves the car. She abandons her boy to go check out because now she gives a damn about the daughter, apparently. You know, she did it like five minutes ago, but now she does. Now. So, so she, she's running to go check on the daughter. And then when she gets there, she finds out, oh, it's just a dead rabbit. There's a dead rabbit behind the uh, the bush there, and it scared the little girl, you know? So while they're comforting the little girl, and the mom's hugging her, and the dad's like, oh, is everybody all right? Is everybody all right? What's going on back at the car, Tuffy? Uh, Rawhead Rex is murdering the shit out of their son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, the dad looks back. Like, Rawhead, he punches in the glass. And he grabs the kid's uh, leg, and he's yanking on the kid's leg. And uh, the dad looks back and doesn't see anything at first, which I thought was weird, that he couldn't notice anything. Uh, but then he looks back yeah, again. He's like nine feet tall. Yeah, yeah, Rawhead's a giant guy. So then he see he looks back a second time, and now he sees Rawhide. 
and he and Rawhead. He's like, hey, what the fuck's going on there? And and he goes running, but he can't get through the 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 gate in the cemetery because it's a tight fit. Yeah. He's trying to squeeze through, and he looks up, and uh, they don't actually show Rawhead murdering the kid, right? No, but but the, so. but the dad like screams, and he's like, no, and because uh, I wasn't sure, like he did he take the kid with him or did he murder him right there? Oh, like I don't even know. You know, I thought he took him with. I thought he took him with him. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, they, uh, but they just assume that he's dead. He's like they don't left next to the van. But but why wouldn't you think he was just kidnapped then? But they're they're like sure that he's dead. Like yeah. there's never there's yeah. never even any doubt that he's dead. So yeah, he's just, my boy's dead. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. Head kind of runs off into the wood for a little bit, and then uh, that's it. Yeah, so I was unclear whether the, the dead because you think if his body was in the back seat of the car, the dad would have went to the kid's body first, you know, to make sure he's dead. Uh, yeah. But if he takes the kid, then why would you assume he's dead? But I don't know. Whatever. I, I guess on the bright side, he wasn't abducted by a giant phallus. That's the only thing. Tiger <laughs> 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 hats. The Clinton. <laughs> Yeah, sort of clean. All right, so uh, what, what happens now? Uh, he goes back to the cops, and he's giving it to, to the cops. He's like, my boy's dead because you didn't yeah. believe me when I told you there was a monster in the world. And he's yelling at him. He's like, no, actually. And the cop's like, no, actually, your your son's dead because that little girl had to take a pee. That's why your son's dead. Yeah. If you would have got out of Yeah, here. what were they going to do even if they did believe him? Like, yeah. if anyone saw this monster, I'm sure they would try to do something, but <laughs> – yeah, because the cops no one saw it because they talked to all the caravan people. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite. They don't. My, oh, my favorite part was uh, they they finally get that kid whose brother was murdered. He's finally talking or something. Or they he still won't talk, but they gave him like uh, pay, yeah to pay yeah. for a crayon. He draws his <laughs> he draws his picture <laughs> of Rawhead Rex like something a three year old would draw. Like that's the level of art here. It's terrible. But the cops are using this as, like, actual evidence of, like, they're like, look, it's like this childish drawing of a monster with, like, crazy hair. It's like, this is proof. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Then the dad draws a picture, and it's not that much better. No. <laughs> no one here is very good but at the it, old I, It was just so funny when he, like, throws the folder down with that kid's drawing. Like, look, this is, like, evidence. <laughs> what, what, what? It's a kid's drawing. What the fuck? You know, kids draw monsters. Yeah, I drew monsters all the time. That, that would, do, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could be completely unrelated to this. Yes, I just like to draw monsters. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, um, so the dad, uh, the mom is still at the police office uh, officer's place. There, she's consoling the little girl because you know she just lost a son and uh, she's all sad. So the the husband, being a good guy, is like, "Hey, wait here. I'm going to go somewhere." And then he goes back to the church. And that's where he encounters the merger again, right? And uh, um, I can't remember. Was that when he broke the camera or was that earlier? I can't remember. No, that was earlier. That was earlier. So when he goes yeah. back to the church this time, what happens when he goes back there? He's piecing together the missing pieces of the stained glass or whatever. Okay. But does he find the little statue now or is that later? No, that's later. This is when he figures out that there is a statue somewhere because he figures out where the missing piece of the stained glass is. And then Father Coots goes up and touches the altar and realizes there's something there, but doesn't really investigate. 
Yeah, yeah he uh, dies shortly after. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Does the uh, Rawhead kill him then? Right, he comes into the church and murders yeah. him. Uh, well, first Rawhead, bang, because this is when we get the naked lady part. Wait, another day. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, we jumped ahead with this. That. Is when he's so back. Was, yeah. Okay. They call the cops out, and Rawhead attacks like the cops in their little car. They're driving around at some point. Yeah. And. Uh, the cops tell the dad he can't leave the church, and then this is, I think, when Rawhead then goes to the uh, the churchyard and pees on the verger. <laughs> I don't even remember that. He Rawhead peed on the verger. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of lost interest in this movie. Uh, I was uh, was I busting gems or I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, probably busting gems. But um, yeah, so he peed on the verger's face. Is that what happened? Uh, on his chest, kind of. Father, is it like? Was it like an R. Kelly situation? Was he like really into it? Or yeah, he was definitely very into it. His father Coots goes out to the graveyard because he senses something weird's going on. It's just the uh, that sounds like the sound there. of Pete hitting a man's chest. I know that anyway. The, ver- the verger's like kneeling in front of Rawhead. Oh, of course he is, and uh, rips open his shirt, and Rawhead just starts taking a whiz on him. <laughs> I don't really know why he seemed to like it, but uh, it was very odd. <laughs> this Clive Barker, uh, he's a weirdo, you know. But uh, yeah, so all the movies kind of have some weird sexual things in them. Yeah. Do they show Rawhead's dong? Because giant now, monster dong. Rawhead. So you're seeing, uh, you're facing on to the verger head on, and then Rawhead's backside, and you see yeah. the stream flowing onto him. I missed that somehow. Maybe this is the scene that made um, Peter Mayhew <laughs> yeah. turn this down. I'll, I'll make a note, Mike Dell. You can go back if you want. I'll put that down for best scene. Um, Rex peeing on the merger. <laughs> All right, that's fine. I'll I'll, I'll trust yeah, your, the, 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 Ac- the academy will trust your judgment on that one. Yeah, <clears throat> we can put that in there. So, uh, all right, let's just cut to the chase here. Uh, we have the big showdown at the church yeah. where. Uh, Turns out the verger was helping Rawhead Rex or whatever, and Father Coots tries to hold up the cross like he's a vampire, and Rawhead just oh, yeah. out of his hand and I remember that. It, yeah. kills Father Coots. Yeah. And uh, but uh, David Duke's there. He finds out that there's a little statue in the altar, right? Like buried yeah. in the altar. Well, before that, the one because one of the cops is, I guess. Uh, Possessed by Rawhead Rex, too, because he lights everybody on fire. I don't remember that. <laughs> I missed a lot of this movie, apparently. <laughs> yeah, the cops are lined up outside. Rawhead Rex is coming out. They all got their guns drawn. But uh, the one cop got possessed by Rawhead Rex. He just opens up the gas tank, pours it all over the ground, and lights everyone on fire. Wait, hell. Yeah, I don't even remember that. All their move. Uh, so, but David Dukes, he holds up, he thinks the statue will dis- defeat Rawhead Rex. So, uh, he holds up the statue to Rawhead and he's like, hey, hey nothing's happening. Why isn't anything happening? That's work magic statue work. And, uh, but then Rawhead like smacks him around, right? And he drops the statue, but then his wife shows up. Where's the little girl in all this? Ah, <laughs> uh, peeing off uh. a bush somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> she's urinating on the verger. So, uh, <laughs> so, so the, the wife picks up the statue 
and she holds it up, and right away a bunch of special effects start happening. Okay. Yeah, best special effects company for sure. Because she's a lady. She's got a uterus. So um, apparently that's the secret. And because like yeah. the be- the belly on the statue starts to glow as well. And so, um, yeah, all this magical shit starts happening and it just fucks up Rawhide, right? And he, he they like drives him down into the ground. Yeah. I think it's just kind of, I don't know, he's just kind of laying there, and then the dad hits him with a shovel, and somehow that, like, makes all the entire ground cave in. Yeah. <laughs> I assumed it was the magic doing all that. But, yeah, Rawhide just falls into the earth, and he's covered up. So, like, all right, I guess everything's good here. We're done here. Everything's over. And he hugs his wife. I think he even says the words. Visiting his uh, brother's grave. Yeah. But I think David Dukes even says it's all over now, and he's hugging the wife. Yeah. And yeah. Then we see the kid visiting his brother's grave, and then when the kid's walking out, Jank, what happens? Rawhead Rex just appears out of nowhere for no reason. <laughs> he pops out of the <laughs> ground, right? Gone. His head just pops right out of the ground. Boom. And like right in the camera, he's just screaming in the camera, rah, I'm Rawhead Rex, rah. And uh, that's how it ends. Was there a sequel? <laughs> I don't think so. I can't imagine. No. <laughs> Not like Clive Barker's going to write a sequel to this. <laughs> so there you go. Rawhide Rex. <clears throat> Jack, was there anything we missed? Uh, I feel like we got it all. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> this movie was an hour and 29 minutes. It seemed longer. It seemed longer. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. It's not that bad. It's not that bad, but it's it seemed longer. the worst thing we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it's not horrible. I actually thought this was a good movie at the beginning. I was like, oh, this is a classic horror yeah. movie, like a nice setup, you know, the monster. So here we go. And then I saw Rawhide Rex's face. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking terrible. It, it got yeah. into a boring rut in the middle where it was just kind of like, let's sit at the police station and hear people yeah. call in <laughs> yeah. and then go to the church again and then come back, hear more people call in. And it's just like, yeah. all right. Yeah, let's it wasn't this. exactly thrilling. I've thought it over to describe Rawhead Rex. It would be like if one of the guards at Jabba's palace was in really good shape. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. Yeah. One of the Gamorrean guards got real ripped. Yeah. He's like the Ed. He got his A1C <laughs> under control. <laughs> um, yeah, Rawhead Rex. I don't know. I'd give it like a, a five, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The Irish accents were fun. Yeah. Yeah. I probably uh, six, I think. Yeah, there's only one naked lady. She was an attractive lady. She looked good, so that's nice. But um, a lot of dead bodies. A lot of people get murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of creativity in the deaths. It's mostly just yeah. him taking a bite out of people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fun. That's when, he, when he bit, like, the uh, verger's neck, that was cool. There's a lot of. Yeah. Like spraying everywhere. The cop lighting up all the other cops was pretty entertaining, I thought. Oh, even though Mike <laughs> yeah. missed it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't even remember that at all. Man, it, it, this movie is pretty, uh, pretty, uh, dull in the middle, I would say. But, uh, yeah. Because right. I, I remember looking at the, uh, how much time. I don't even think I was busting gems. I think I was actually specifically watching this film. Like, I watched <laughs> it on my laptop. This was like last night. I had I watched it on my laptop and uh so 
I had to have just been distracted, like maybe doing scholarly research or reading about the movie, maybe or something. But like um, bees. Yeah. <laughs> reading about bees. <laughs> but uh, something happened because I missed a, a good five, ten minutes of this movie. But um, yeah, because I remember looking to see how much time was left because I thought it was probably only like ten minutes left. There's still an hour or like 40 minutes left. I was like, what the fuck? How is there still <laughs> this much time left? Yeah. <laughs> um, how can they possibly fill that? <laughs> Yes. So, well, let's go back to the church three more times. Oh, okay, let's do that. Uh, all right. So yeah, R- Rawhead Rex. I guess give it a whirl if you're uh, desperate yeah, for Shocktober entertainment. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Miles Watson was telling me he watched some movie. Uh, maybe you've heard of it, Jank. The Wolf of Snowy Hollow. Did you ever hear of this? Yes, uh, I did watch that. Yeah, he Pretty actually. He, yeah, he kind of enjoyed it as well. He said. He watched it because Robert Forrester was in it. Oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> and uh, Miles was telling us that he uh, he kind of knew Robert Forrester. Like, uh, out in L.A., that Miles always walked this one trail or something up there. And I guess he one day he saw Robert Forrester. And he's like, that guy looks like Robert Forrester. But he didn't <laughs> say anything to him. But he says, if I ever see that guy again up there, I'm going to ask. And then sure enough, the next time he saw him, he says, hey, are you Robert Forrester? <laughs> and the guy says, yes, I am Robert Forrester. <laughs> so he said they were chatting it up. And he said he was like the nicest guy ever, Robert Ford. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, he said he's super nice. And uh, and Miles says, "Hey, I just saw you in a movie last night." And uh, he's like, "Which one was it?" And he's like, "He's the one with the big alligator." <laughs> and Robert Ford's like, oh, <laughs> no, I'm so-. "He's like, I'm sorry, man. I didn't know my better ones." But... Aww. Yeah, that's but Miles. Funny. I guess he talked to him for a long time, and maybe they talked even more than once. But he said, "Yeah, Robert Ford was like the nicest guy ever." And in fact, when he heard Robert Forrester died, it like really made him sad because of how nice he was. Yeah, when he met him. Oh, yeah. How about that? Yeah, it seems like everybody likes him. I've never heard anything bad about Robert Forrester. It, in fact, uh, Mouse told us the two because you know he's out in Hollywood there for many years and uh, working in the business and whatnot, and he's met a lot of famous people. And he said the two famous, the famous people he's met who were the nicest of all the people: Robert Forrester and Lance Hendrickson from uh, Savage Dawn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, loved, he, he loved Lance Hendricks. Oh, guys from that era apparently are doing it right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're just accepting their their place and and fame and you know. Yeah, that's what Miles said. It's like because they're like more character actors or they're just in small movies, and yeah, so yeah. Kind of they don't have an, they don't have an ego or anything, and uh, they're just happy when people recognize them. <laughs> they're like, all right, yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, all right, so there it is, Rawhide Rex. I guess next week it's my pick again, right? Yep. Yeah. To me. Did you so give I will... Jank? What, uh, I picked Virgin High last week. Yeah, Virgin. Yeah, did you give a score? <laughs> a Rawhide Rex? I don't think I'm. Oh, I'm... Uh, yeah, I, I give it a five. Yeah, five's about right. Tuffy, are you scoring at home? Or are you keeping track of all the scores? Yeah, I got a whole <laughs> spreadsheet going here. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be ready for the quesadillas next year. <laughs> wow. Look at Tuffy doing the research. Because Mike Gale also keeps a big database of all the uh, flea market fantasy shows. He keeps a little spreadsheet. Yeah, I, got a, I got a Google sheet that will be shared with you sometime next uh, <laughs> spring or summer. Wow, God bless you, Tuffy. Wow, that's a lot. I appreciate the effort. Yeah, good job. All now, right. The, uh, the best actor nominees might not... Uh, might not make it to your liking, but you know. 
Yeah, I know Gary Coleman. He doesn't have much so far in that category. Well, Shockma, does he count as a best actor? <laughs> I'm sure the Academy will bring him into consideration. Shock. I got Shock Mike mode. Elf, Zoombies. <laughs> Dude, when I told, I don't know, I don't know if I said this on the air or not, but uh, I told Mike L, we, uh, we saw a guy, we, this movie Zoombies, and there's a guy that looks just like Mike L in Zoombies. And he's like, really? And I was like, yeah. So I sent him a picture of the guy, and he's like, that doesn't look anything like me. I'm like, yeah, sure, it looks just like you, Mike L. That guy looks exactly <laughs> like you. He's like, that's Mr. Meat right there. He's like, that doesn't look like He was like shocked that that guy looked like him. I'm like, Mike L, that's you. It looks, it looks exactly like you. But uh, anyway. Um, all right, so what else do we have to discuss? Anything else on the big show? Uh, I haven't done anything this week, so I got nothing. <laughs> this is the problem when you do a show with three shut-ins. No one has any stories. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I shot hockey like twice this week. Otherwise, it was oh. uh, cold and rainy and stuff. So, uh, but, um, yeah. Let's start going out there and shooting geese. Hit them with your hot stick until they go away. (laughs) A lot of bees. A lot of bees. Hey, Jank, you remember that Spider-Man villain Swarm? You remember that guy? Yeah. He was a Nazi, I think. Oh, he's a Nazi? (laughs) I I just remember him from the uh, um, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. He was a villain on there. But he's just a bunch of bees. Like a a living body of bees. Like a purple kind of cape type thing. Swarm. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, well, wrestling. What, what's going on in the world? It's the best uh, like animal villains. Well, what's another one? Oh, well, well <laughs> I mean, the vulture, the rhino, yeah, the chameleon, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Octopus, the lizard. Yeah, yep. I guess there was a lot of them. Yeah. What do you think about it? Yeah. Uh, Tuffy, the world of wrestling. Uh, what happened this week? Back in uh, WWE. Wait, who who did you say? Is it Candice LeRae? Is that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Can- Candice LeRae's back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's Johnny Gargano's wife. And uh, down in NXT, uh, they had a really good gimmick going with her and Johnny were like the parents to Indy Hartwell and um, Austin uh, Theory. It was, they were called The Way, and it was very funny. They did a lot of good, funny stuff there. And then Indy Hartwell married Dexter Loomis, and there's a big wedding. It lasted like a year, this storyline. So it was really good. Uh, so yeah, Candice LeRae is now on uh, Raw with uh, Johnny Gargano. So that's nice because she's a very good wrestler. Uh, who else? Um, I think uh, no one else. Uh, we were talking about that white rabbit stuff last week. That thing's still going. Jank, I know I talked to you uh, during the week when we were testing the audio, and I said there were people thinking it was Edge because there's all the clues, but it's not yeah. Edge. Edge came back this week. Okay. It's not Edge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the white rabbit. Oh, it, it's, point. I think it's clearly Bray Wyatt. It has to be Bray Wyatt. Like, obviously, it's Bray Wyatt, right? Tuffy, are you have you been following yeah. the White Rabbit oh, stuff, Tuffy? Obviously, it's Bray Wyatt. No, but that would be my guess. Yeah, but they're putting out more clues and stuff, and it's like very involved. Like they're putting out these little uh, like uh, just geo coordinates and stuff to find out the locations of shit, and like they find uh, they found this one town like Corbin, Kentucky, I think. To like Corbin, Kentucky. Is it Baron Corbin? Or are they going to be doing something with Baron Corbin? But then people kept digging in the city in Kentucky, and there was a, a White Rabbit record store in Kentucky. And then that had a connection to like Bray Wyatt somehow, they thought. 
And then they found this led them to some obscure YouTube page for the white rabbit. And like, there's only two posts on this YouTube page. And one was from 15 years ago and it had to do about the white rabbit. And that's weird. And then, yeah. So whoever's doing this really did their work. Um, yeah. They did some research. Yeah. yeah. Scholar research. Yeah. So God bless them. But I think a word on the street is that at Extreme Rules, which I believe is the next pay-per-view, it will be revealed who the White Rabbit is. That's what the word on the street is. So. Next Saturday? Oh, is that already? Yeah, because I guess, uh, what, October 8th? Is that what it is? Something like that? Yeah. So, all right, so maybe next Saturday. Uh, what else going on in the world of wrestling? Uh, uh, Alexa and Asuka, were still, they're still riding shotgun with Bianca Belair, but they're really yeah. not doing much. Yeah, Sami Zayn's yeah. an honorary oose now. That he's was, got a shirt and everything. That was great. That was a great segment last week. Yeah. Very oose. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's about it. What else really yeah. to talk about? Uh, it's been good. It's been entertaining. Watch Survivor. Yeah, Survivor. That Jeff Probst. I keep seeing pictures of Jeff Probst. Man, he looks old as fuck. Jeff Probst. Yeah, he's, he's had a lot of work done, too. Uh, I, I looked. I had to look him up because how I'm like this guy has to. He's like sixty, I think. Sixty. Yeah. So. Yeah, they've uh, they've tweaked some of their uh, twists and advantages from last year, so they're a little better now than they were the last two seasons. Like the last couple of years, if you found they have advantages now, so you find a beware advantage, and if you open it, you lose your vote until you can accomplish the thing that's on it. In the last two seasons, like, you had to say some goofy phrase at Tribal Council, and people on the other tribes had to find their advantage, and everybody had to say the phrase for it to be activated, and that was kind of dumb. So now it's, uh, everybody had beads on their bag, I guess. They gave him a bag. There were beads on them, and he had to get everybody's beads to make an immunity idol or something. So I guess that's better. I don't know. That show, there's too much stuff going on in there now. I can't yeah. even track of it. Yeah, speaking of which, Tuffy, let's talk about WWE champions real quick. Yeah, because they. Uh, oh, hey, before we talk about that though, our buddy Street Dreamer uh, sent me a code for Champions last night. He had some promo code for Champions that he got somehow, and he said, "Hey, you want this?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'll take it." And I got like a bunch of shit with it. I got like five thousand in cash and a bunch of other stuff. I got a ton of stuff off of it. So thank you, Street Dreamer. God bless yeah. you, Street Dreamer. So I, I did some uh, some cash pulls with that, and I got the. That Uso, you know, that I, I tweeted out. John. Yeah. I also got Elias. I never had Elias, so I got Elias. Yeah. Um, I got, uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, what's her, uh, she's Athena in AEW. What, what, what was she on? Uh, Ember Moon. Ember Moon. Oh, okay. I got Ember Moon. And I got one of them Viking Raider kids. Uh, Eric. I think I got Eric. Do you have any of them? I never had a Viking. I got both of them, yeah. Man, this fucking Tuffy. Hey, Jake, Tuffy passed me up on roster uh, like size now. Hell yeah! Once, yeah, once he, you start spending money, it's like every weekend. Yeah, yeah I'll throw twenty bucks at oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I haven't spent money in like <laughs> at least three, four months, probably. Um, I haven't uh, spent anything this month, and then uh, this week they had like that Snoop Dogg thing. So I maxed out all those blitzes and maxed out the tail. You maxed out all that shit. There's like no way. I was like, that's just. I I don't have the patience to do that. I just like I can't. But I like there was a thing like if you spend you know loot coins you get points and if you spent enough you would get a free Snoop Dogg basically. 
Yeah, but you had. But the uh, only way you could do it is if you spent money, though, right? Like you couldn't do it unless you spent money. Yeah, way too much money. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> no, I, I spent I think, one of the forty poles. <laughs> I was gonna say. I think I read online that you had to spend at least a hundred bucks to get that free Snoop Dogg, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's not really a free Snoop Dogg. Yeah. No, but I got. Uh, I got. I mean, yeah. so I spent a hundred bucks. I got the Snoop Dogg. I got that new uh, Triple H DX five star gold. Wow. So that's you know. I guess. A hundred bucks, but what can you do? <laughs> it's what are you going to do with it in life? You know, you need to enjoy it. <laughs> uh, what else is there to do? Yeah. I also um, four hundred million coins right now to spend. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Four hundred million coins. Good lord! I think the most I've ever had is like around thirty million. Um, but uh, yeah, four hundred million. Well, so I got a spreadsheet for like people I want to level up. But I'm another not... spreadsheet with this guy. This guy's all doing spreadsheets the... over there. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done anything this month because I'm saving up, you know, to go hog wild on the zombies next month. So I got oh. like I don't know sixty thousand training points, four hundred million coins, and. Holy hell! I got yeah. nothing. I got nothing in the way of resources. I, I've tapped out. As soon as I get them, I just spend them. You know. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Because I got that new DX Triple H five star. I got a five star gold fuse for that Triple H Connecticut Blue Blood. Yeah, I don't five have that guy. Use for Hall of Fame Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, I, so. I looked at your roster yesterday, and uh, I think it says you have something like three hundred and seventeen wrestlers, or something like that. Uh yeah, three hundred nineteen now. <laughs> Let me check the spreadsheet. Three hundred nineteen. Yeah, I uh I think I have like two eighty something. So yeah, they passed me. Yeah, it's getting a little out of control over here. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. But the reason I brought this topic up is because uh, like Survivor, it's getting just more and more convoluted and confusing yeah. with. Because they introduced this new thing this week, moments. Your yeah, moments. I don't understand what they are or how yeah. they work. <laughs> they give you these pictures of famous moments in WWE history, and you can unlock them if you have a, a certain amount of wrestlers. Uh, certain wrestlers, you can yeah. unlock this moment, like like the Undertaker throwing mankind off Hell in a Cell. Like that's a moment. Yeah, they have a picture of that. So like to unlock that, you have to have certain Undertakers or certain versions of mankind plus a couple other different people. And then you unlock it, and then you can level it up. And if you level yeah. it up, you have to spend certain tokens that you have to get, and then also shards of wrestlers. Yeah. Now, we it's also need – yeah, you also need to save your shards, though, to, if you ever want to go to six stars. So why would anyone fucking elevate these goddamn moment things when you need the shards to go to six star, right? Like what's – I think – so they, they fucked up all the perks this month. Like all the feud perks were way less than they used to be. And like the the Kofi Mania moment, if you level that one up, you get feud perks for those superstars that you have that unlock it. So like if I level I, it up, I could get a plus three submission boost for that uh, Return of the Beast Brock Lesnar or something. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, but you can only get it like you said to those specific wrestlers. I don't use any. No, if they do something with Oscar, all right, I'll do it. But I don't use any yeah. of these fucking people anyway. I use like four different guys. I use like, uh, Offa, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, Demon Ballard, Demon Doink, all my Oscars, and that's pretty much it. 
<laughs> so uh, unless it's one of those guys, yeah. I'm not going to fucking worry about it. You know, but you also need like for the there's a couple that they gave kind of everybody for free. It seems like where you don't need to have that many people or that <laughs> yeah. rare of people. But uh, a lot of these, you need the characters that like nobody has. <laughs> if you so, don't have them, nobody has them because you got fucking yeah. everybody. So, uh, but yeah, it just yeah. makes no sense why you need to use shards to. No one's going to do it if you have to spend shards, right? Because yeah. you need those shards for the other thing. So this whole thing's fucking I mean, stupid. I, I am like. I got a lot of wrestlers. I got a lot of five-star gold people. I am not even close to getting anybody yeah. to six cards. Yeah, I think the closest, uh, I think the way to go is to go Hall of Fame or like a Icon of WrestleMania. You know, they're probably the easiest, yeah. easiest route. But I'm still real far away because it's shards. I'm like, the closest yeah. I am, I'm like 2,000 shards away from taking Ted DiBiase up. You know, but I'm never going to get those 2,000 shards, so... Yeah, I have started uh, slowly buying those icons of WrestleMania shards, figuring eventually one of them will get to six stars, but that'll be like eight months from now. Yeah, buy Randy Orton one, and uh, he's get like he's within distance, but yeah, no one else will ever get there. Um, this game's like dying, I think. I don't know. Yeah. The, the more uh, complicated something That's gets, the, the closer it gets to ending. That's just the way life works. So... Um, Jank, how's that Marvel game? You still doing that? Yeah, yeah, I dropped some money on that this week too. Hey, right, look at you! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got uh, six five stars up to champion level. Um, working on uh, number seven. <laughs> Should well, have that soon. Well, who are they? Let's let's go through the list here. I mean, uh, so the first one I got was Doctor Strange. Oh uh, yeah, he's um, your guy. You love Doctor Strange. Yeah. He's your Strange. Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> Followed by my actual Oscar, Jessica Jones. <laughs> oh yeah, Jessica Jones. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, and then I got Phoenix. Oh, yeah, that's a good uh, one. Got... Now, which which Phoenix is it? Jean Grey, Rachel Summers. What are we talking here? Uh, we're talking Jean Grey, regular green suit, not like Dark Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. D- Dark Phoenix would be hotter. She's a little uh, crazy, you know. <laughs> but, uh, a little edgier. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's pretty good. Um, Thanos, I got the five star Thanos. Oh, Thanos! Great. Yeah, the, the Mad yeah. Titan, Thanos. <laughs> he, he's the best. He's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got this one move where he called on Mistress Death, basically. Where anytime you, you know, you down one of your opponents, he like damages everyone on the other team and also everyone else on your team except himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's right in character with Thanos. Yeah, that's a good move. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, I got Apocalypse, your favorite. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> Thanos would he's very, he's very good in the game. Yeah, fuck that <laughs> like, guy. anytime I've tried to fight anyone who has him in PvP, like, I lose horribly. Thanos would fuck that guy up. <laughs> fuck Apocalypse. All right, next. Uh, and the Green Goblin. I got him. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, Green Goblin yeah. is classic. Classic right there. Yeah. yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of the costume they went with. It's kind of, it's, Kind of like the original costume, but more like they tried to make it look more strategic and like real world, I guess. Yeah, it's not no, quite... yeah you need the classic one from the old school comic book. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. I like the goofiness to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then I'm getting close. I think within two weeks or so, I should have Iceman up to there as well. Iceman? Who canceled? 
Yeah, I know. It's just kind of that, that. That's the guy I kept getting covers for. So it's like, well, <laughs> I well go all the way. And... <laughs> I guess. I, but I, I, Iceman's I, all right. I guess. You look at the tier list that people make. Like he's very highly ranked. He's very like defensive. I guess. I, I guess in the world of comics as well, he's supposed to be a super powerful mutant, right? Yeah. Nowadays, he's yeah, he's like Omega level. Now, uh, what? Which ice? How does he look? Does he look like uh, Spider-Man Amazing Friends Iceman, or does he look like a snowman with a, a carrot nose? Well, he's uh, kind of a little bit more. He's got like the jaggedy kind of ice shards coming off his shoulders. Yeah, that's what a little I was bit. Guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I, do they make the old snowman one? I like the old snowman version. Yeah, <laughs> they, have, they have the four star. That's the snowman one. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Close, <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, At least more cool. rounded off. And then I'm one cover away with Archangel. I'm hoping to get that at some point. Ah, Archangel's good. But they need to put him... They have this thing where you can spend 250 command points for whoever the featured character is and whatever story mode's going on. So I've been waiting for them to put Archangel back in there so I can... I saved up the, the, you know, the, the points. I'm just waiting for them to put him back in there. And it hasn't happened in like a year. <laughs> now, now this Archangel fella... Uh, he was the angel, but it was uh, Apocalypse turned him into the Archangel. So he was like purple and uh, blue, and he had metal wings, and he shot like uh, razors out of his wings and shit. Yeah. Uh, like but hips. wasn't there a time later on then where he became like when he was with X Force or something where he was like black and gray? Uh, that was like a costume, yeah. Yeah, his skin was blue, although it was so weird. Like in the nineties, there was a time where he stayed blue. But Sabretooth slashed his wings all the hell. His metal really? wings. Yeah. And so he kind of molted out of them, and his, his original wings grew back. <laughs> oh, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then eventually, I don't know what the fuck happened, but he got the metal wings back. Like, they just suddenly appeared again. And I, didn't, I didn't realize Sabretooth's claws would be strong enough to do that sort of damage. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Learn new things every day. <laughs> All right. That's, I think in like the 2000s, they came up with this thing where he had a secondary mutation, which was like a healing factor in his blood that he could, you know, if he bleeds on you, you could heal. So I guess that kind of changed him. He finally became flesh colored again. Like it cured him of whatever apocalypse did to him. But then he eventually turned back anyway. And then it got started getting real stupid where I think there was like two of him somehow. Like, one that was regular and one that was Archangel. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Just to recap. So if Archangel <laughs> bleeds on you, he can heal you? Yeah, if you, like, get his blood, you know, on you. <laughs> that's disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah, what he, Rex was trying to do to the Verger. Yeah, I had the same <laughs> thing. So he'll heal you of whatever you're up, but he'll also give you an STD. If yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the double-edged sword there alright uh, well, is there anything else to discuss or are we done already Jank uh, have you watched House of Dragon House of the Dragon oh the monkey girl <laughs> yeah. the monkey girl yeah. yep. the monkey girl's gone now oh what happened to yeah. the monkey girl uh, they aged up the characters about 10 years uh, now Jank I have a question do you have any idea what is going on in this show at this point <laughs> Um, uh, vaguely. <laughs> yeah, because I have a pretty much. good sense, but that's because I, like, 
try and read the Wikipedia pages to figure out what is going to happen to understand what is happening. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like it has to be very confusing for people. Like all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, like apparently Rhaenyra's fucking this guy now and he's dead. Okay. I didn't care. I just saw that guy for two seconds. Yeah. Who the fuck he was. (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot of characters. Like they, they throw a lot of characters at you in the first five episodes and now they're like, here's a whole bunch more characters. Yeah. Those characters now are played by different people. So (laughs) have fun. Hey, Tuffy, you know what you need yeah. is a spreadsheet. Keep a spreadsheet. Yeah. You're really <laughs> the characters. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do kind of miss, like, the, I don't know, the the Game of Thrones where it was, like, you had a bunch of different storylines going on at once. So if one of them wasn't that interesting, at least you had the other ones that were good. <laughs> Whereas this is very focused on a tight core character group. I think... So what I read was uh the creators of the show wanted to – they really wanted the show to be what's going to start happening now. And George R. R. Martin said, no, you need to do some prelude so people understand why they're all fighting. That's kind of what the first, like, six episodes was. Mm-hmm. It set up, like, you know, there's these kids and these kids, and they all want to be king or whatever, queen, whatever it is. And they're all going to start fighting each other, but yeah, it. Uh, I can't imagine people who are just casually watching the show have any idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a whole lot. No, <laughs> I just kind of keep watching and hoping there'll be more boobs, but there really aren't. <laughs> Even when there are, yeah. they like don't show anything. I don't, I don't. There's going to be a ton, but dragons yeah. <laughs> should fight each other soon, so that'll be something. Why did they cut down on the nudity? Because really, that's what got Game of Thrones attention was the nudity early on. Yeah, really. Got HBO attention, really. I mean, that's that's the one thing they had over the other networks. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it seems like a bold decision there. Well, I think the problem is Game of Thrones had too much rape in the Uh, end. (laughs) (laughs) Too much rape. Yeah. Can we make it less rapey? Do you think? All right, I guess. Well, they they doubled down on the incest in this one. (laughs) (laughs) And they're going to be doubling down even more, not to spoil things, but... uh... (laughs) But it's consensual incest, so... Yeah, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with an uncle fucking a niece or a cousin marrying another cousin. Well, clearly, uh, it worked for the Bidens, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right um yeah i don't know uh what else is going on in the world of america anything to discuss i don't know i got nothing uh no all right then i think our work here is done Uh, it's a short one tonight but uh hopefully the audio sounds decent yeah Every week I'm thinking, oh, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, plan something for the show. <laughs> yeah. And I want to do a lot of research. You know, I'm going to put together like a conspiracy segment or something or like a wacky story or something. But then, uh, I don't know. I just get very busy. That never works out. But, uh, yeah. Almost had a top 11, but I didn't quite finish it yet. Yeah. See, <laughs> see, 
<laughs> See, that's how it starts, Jank. Jank <laughs> was always very enthusiastic with the, making the material and the content. But yeah, once you just start doing the show along, it's like, yeah, I'll do it next week. And then you forget about it and then you get busy. And then, yeah, so yeah. Well, wait, wait another 15 years when you and Tuff, you're just doing this by yourselves after I'm long dead. <laughs> you're going to be like, <laughs> you died like Macaulay Culkin and my girl, just getting stung by bees to death. <laughs> yeah, Mike cancel his Amazon Prime and starve to death. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. So, uh, yeah. all right. The, uh, the Larry and Brandon show. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. When we talked to Brandon last week on that flea market fantasy, you know, he came on and we talked about, uh, yeah, it's up right now. My audio is terrible on it, but if you want to listen to it, it's a uh, cousin Brandon, uh, about the, uh, Marvel team up with the cast of Saturday night lot. So after the show, I say, Hey, Brandon, what about that show? Uh, weren't me, you and Larry supposed to do a podcast. What's going on with that? You know? And he's like, uh, He's like, I'm doing it with the wife. I'm like, what do you mean? You're doing uh, it with the wife. What are you talking about? You're doing it with the wife. And he's like, well, I told you guys uh, I had that idea and you didn't want to do it, so me and the wife are going to do it. And I was like, what idea are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, uh, I had this idea <laughs> of like we were going to do, uh, we were going to watch these movies uh, when actors got their start in horror movies, like you know Johnny Depp and like uh, yeah. uh, that's how we're going to do. We're just going to focus on the early movies of these horror movies where. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I know you mentioned that to us. Here's what Brandon's idea was when he told us. Let's talk. Let's uh, what? Let's talk about how these actors start in these uh, terrible movies. Each, let's watch their first five movies, and then talk about them. I'm like, I'm not watching fucking five movies a week. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Maybe that'd be like watch, a whole month. Yeah, I'm watching five movies. What are you talking about? What five movies from? No, I'm not fucking doing that. So apparently, him and the wife are going to be doing that. And I was like, so what? You're not, I thought you, me, you and Larry are supposed to do a show. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I still want to do a show with you and Larry. Yeah, let's do it. And I was like, well, what are you, what are we going to do? And he's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I just had the one idea. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And I haven't heard word one from Larry, you know? Uh, so yeah. Uh oh. I don't think it's happening. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Looking good. <laughs> Because remember, Larry said it at 75% that it would happen. Yeah. Because yeah. I was at like 1.3% that it might happen. <laughs> he was at like 75%. So I'm like, oh, then maybe it's going to happen. But yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, I don't think Brandon's <laughs> podcast with his wife is going to happen. No, I don't think that's <laughs> going to happen either. Because who's going to like record it and uh, edit it up and upload it to a play? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Brandon understands any of that. You know? <laughs> so. Um, yeah, you got Sober to do that stuff too. Yes, yes. Uh, speaking of which, when I was talking to Larry, you know, and I said, "Hey, Larry, uh, you know about this idea? You, me, and Brandon doing a podcast?" And he's, he's like, "Well, how?" He's like, "Yeah, well, yeah, it's going to happen." He's like, "Well, how did this all start?" And he's like, "Well, I was just talking to. I got really drunk one night, and I was talking to Brandon." He's like, "Well, here we go. Like that's well, that's not going <laughs> to. I mean, that could be a podcast. Just Brandon and Larry get really drunk and talk. <laughs> that would be fine with me. I'll just moderate. Yes. You know." Exactly. Uh, but uh, what, I don't know if things uh, are successful ever start with. Well, I got really drunk one night, and then I was talking <laughs> to Brandon, and Brandon was really – like, I don't think Larry, when he said that to Brandon, like, let's do a podcast, me, you, and Dell. like, I don't think he thought Brandon was – take like, he would be taken seriously. or I think he was just shooting the shit, but Brandon did yeah. take him seriously, so then it started the ball rolling. And then, you know, I'm like, oh, well, this is really going to happen, but really it's just two drunk guys talking is basically what it was. <laughs> 
So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> That's how Stan Lee came up with all his best ideas. I'm yeah, sure. We'll see, we'll see how it works. So yeah, any day now, I'm sure I'll be getting an email from Larry and Brandon saying, "This is what we're doing. This is going to be awesome." <laughs> so yeah. you need to get them both drunk again, and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, Larry and <laughs> we could do one week. We'll do Larry versus beer. Next week, Brandon versus Saki." <laughs> 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 a one, a two, and shows up. <laughs> It'll be a great time. Everyone will love it. And, uh, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, that Brandon episode of Flea Market Fantasy is up there right now. And then last night we recorded one with uh, Miles Watson about uh, The Unknown Soldier, a DC comic book. Unknown Soldier. I had never heard of it. Uh, my audio is still bad in that episode, so good luck. Um, hopefully the audio is all right with this show. And, uh, hey, you know, oh, you know what else I've been doing a lot lately? Listening to the monkeys. Hey, the monkeys. there you go. Yeah, like the musical group, not actual just sounds of monkeys. I do like to do <laughs> yeah. that as well, though. That would be but, disturbing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is just the band, the monkeys. Because I love the monkeys. And, uh, so like, so when I'm working out at night, I'll just put on like Spotify, just put on monkeys or YouTube, just put on monkeys. And, uh, but I, I've, I've been discovering a lot of songs that I'd never heard of, that I'd never known about this. These monkeys, listen, I'm just going to say it. The monkeys are better than the Beatles. Suck it. If you don't <laughs> They're ridiculous. They're just I agree. Way, they are <laughs> way better. Way better than the Beatles. I mean, oh, I prefer them. Way better than the Beatles. <laughs> they are way better than the Beatles. I can't and, say they're a better band, but I can say I like them much more. <laughs> well, well yeah, like, let me just get a little conspiracy here. But people say, oh, the monkeys are a manufactured band. They're a fake band. Well, yeah, so are the Beatles. But, you know, yeah. They were, they were pushed That's up there not... by the Tavistock Institute and everything. So, but anyway, uh, so, but the monkeys, I love the monkeys, but cause I remember way back on the LCS show many years ago, we did a show, my, me and Brandon and Larry did our top 11 monkey songs. Yeah, I remember. And I would upload it to YouTube, but I'm sure it would get stricken to hell because of all the monkey clips. Um, probably go. Yeah. I don't think they'll let us play it on the YouTubes, probably. No. Um, but uh, but since then, like I, this Michael Nesmith guy, he's fucking awesome. He is so good, Michael Nesmith. He's so good. Uh, but I like he went and did another band. He left the Monkees. He actually, I never understood the uh, the timeline of events and who was in the band and whatnot. Like when they left and everything. Like Peter Tork left originally. He was the first guy to leave the band, and. He had to buy himself out of the contract. That's how much he hated being in the monkeys. <laughs> he said, I will give you like he was signed up for like another two or three years or something. And he like they their popularity. I think that show started in 66, I think. And like by 68, their popularity is already waning. And then they did that movie, the, the, the movie Head. And yeah. that kind of like killed them. basically. But, <laughs> but a lot of good songs came out of that. But, um, so then Peter Tork left the group. He paid his way out of there and he lost all his, he, had, he basically became poor because he did that. And then like, so it was just Michael Nesmith, uh, Mickey Dolans and, uh, Davy Jones for a while. And they put out an album, just the three of them. And then Michael Nesmith says, you know what? I want to get out of this as well. So he paid to get out of his contract. And like, they gave up like a million dollars basically just to get out of his con. And they kind of, he became poor as well. People thought he was uh, rich because his mom invented a uh, whiteout. You remember? Yeah. yeah. But she didn't give it. He didn't have access to all that money until she died, basically. 
you know. So he was still like very <laughs> broke until she <laughs> died. And like I think she died in like 1980 or 81 or something like that. And then he kind of got got all the money. But uh he was struggling there for many years. And uh he um so he started a group called First National Band. Did you ever hear of them, Jack? Nope. Can't say that I have. Yeah, so like he had all these songs stored up because he didn't want to give them to the monkeys that he was writing. And he uh so when he started this band, he he put out like I think five albums in like two years or something with the first national band. But it's like country. So it's a little weird, but it's good though. Like there's a lot of good songs, even though it's like not, you know, but it's it's good country, if you put it that way. Not music. Um, so, uh, but this Michael Nesmith, he's great. And I really enjoy listening to him, uh, anything he writes or does. Uh, so then I found some other monkey songs that I'd never heard of that I really like. Uh, so for this here audio show we're doing here today, at the beginning of the show, instead of the, uh, Brass Bonanza, we're going to be playing the monkeys Circle Sky. Circle Sky. Are you, know that one. Yeah, it's really good. It was in the movie Head. So it's from like 1968, uh, but it's a really good song. And so that'll be at the beginning of the show and at the end. And uh, also uh, another good one is St. Matthew. Did you ever hear of this? No. Again, yeah, go check those also out on YouTube. Uh, no, that one was not, I don't think. But uh, I, I think they're both Michael Nesmith songs, and uh, they're very good. So, yeah, the monkeys are great, Tuffy. I mean, fuck the Beatles. The monkeys are where it's at. That's ridiculous. But now that you got Amazon Prime back, you can watch Daydream Believers, the monkey story, the 2000 monkeys biopic. Yeah, I uh, I might have to watch all this stuff. I've never seen Head. Have you ever seen Head? No. No. I remember I guess, like, uh, Porpoise song from that, I think. Yeah, Porpoise song's good. Yeah, it's a nice little song there. Um, but uh, apparently it's a very experimental, weird movie. Do you know who wrote it? No. Jack Nicholson. Wow. Yeah. Huh. They were buddies with Jack Nicholson. If you're right. <laughs> um, so yeah. uh, they uh, made this very experimental film. It's very strange. But I guess, like, uh, you know, nowadays it's considered like a cult uh, hero, like a great film or something, you know. Uh, but back then it. <laughs> no, I can't find it. I don't think it's anywhere streaming. I don't think. Um, yeah. But yeah, because I'd watch it. It's supposed to be very weird. <laughs> it's very weird. Uh, so, yeah, good old head. And, of course, they called it head because they thought it would be funny because if they made another movie, they could say from the people that gave you head. <laughs> so that's the only reason. Oh, that Jack Nicholson. <laughs> uh, it looks like it is on Tubi, actually. What? That's what uh, Just Watch says. Oh, unfortunately, we're in Shocktober. And that's <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> The monkeys is on head or uh, on TV there at the head. I gotta check this out. That just watch sometimes is screwy. They don't always know what they're fucking talking about. Yeah. 1968, one hour, 25 minutes. Oh, we're definitely watching head at some point then. <laughs> yeah. Suck it, yeah, Hopefully, Ubi uh, can clear this off before we uh, get out of shocked over here. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> like 10,000 emails. <laughs> uh, and there's also a movie called The Head. <laughs> that might be like October, really. on 2B2. What's that, Tommy? 
They got three Stooges on Tubi also. Yeah, Tubi has a lot of stuff, man. They got a lot of like old wrestling stuff too, like wrestling documentaries and shit. Huh. Yeah. All right, so yeah, we're definitely watching Ooh, head. Tied up with laugh. <laughs> All right, so uh yeah, but the monkeys, I love the monkeys. So uh start listening to the monkey stuffy. You'll love them. Uh Get on the last train to Clarksville. I know that. You are out of your mind over there. The monkeys are so good. Here's what happened. Like, I'm listening to the monkeys. I'm like, they're so good. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to listen to the Beatles. Because I like some Beatles stuff, you know? Uh, I really like Norwegian Wood. That's a good song. I'm a big fan of Norwegian Wood. And uh, But, you know, so I'm like, let's, let's listen to some Beatles. And uh, I lasted about three or four songs. And I'm like, this fucking sucks. So I went back to the monkeys. You are <laughs> Out of your mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think people realize how many good songs the monkeys have. They have a ton of good songs. Like, really, a no, lot of good songs. How many good songs the Beatles have, Mike Dell? Three. I think they have three. I want to hold your hand. <laughs> that revolution thing. And uh, Octopus Under the Sea or whatever. Octopus Garden Under the Sea, right? Yeah. <laughs> Those are good three. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> title a little just the monkeys are just way better way better this is ridiculous i don't know what to tell you all right so as we go out tonight uh listen to uh uh, michael nesmith and the boys singing circle sky uh all right so we got to thank the ed coming on now that we figured out his skype situation i'm sure he'll be on much more often uh also, we got to thank uh, Rawhead Rex. <laughs> not looking as phallic as he could have. Got to thank Tuffy. Got to thank Jank. And until next week, pass the Monchichi, Governor Gabby. Thank you very much.